Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, y- you know, Jordan. Yes, Jared. I'm something of a podcaster myself. You don't say. That was good. <laughs> done. Holy moly. <laughs> Crazy like now. I'm really good at blinking. <laughs> I could, I could wink. There we go. Yeah. Oh. There you go. You got that wink. Uh, okay. You got that whole face uh, right. You got that perfectly. Yeah. Um, oh, for one thing, I gotta ha- make sure that tonight I'm making, I'm taking clips because I know we're gonna say some funny stuff. I know it's gonna be a great show. I know that oh, we're God. gonna do some good things here. Well, uh, we're gonna do some better things than what you did in your past, Jordan. You know what you did. Do I? No, probably not. I don't know what I did either. I never know what I did. It's I like, barely know what I... I barely remember what I had for breakfast this morning, Jared. <laughs> Me too. I think I had a bagel. Yeah. Oh, bagel. I haven't had a bagel in a long time. Like, the goddamn Thomas bagels. Thomas bagels? They're, they're like, made in, a, like, a facility that processes tree nuts now, goddammit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's, like, with my food allergies. And yeah. All, that prevents me from having a good... Although, I do enjoy their English muffins, though. Those are quite good. Okay. Something that you can actually eat. Perfect. Yes. Unlike bagels. Bagels, bagels. All right. Yeah. Um, I don't think we should delay, because people are going to be coming in and waiting for... Because uh, uh, they, they know what we're here for. Um, they know what we're here to talk about. Uh, so, first, let's tell them, where are we? Uh... A podcast, apparently. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm told. And uh, a podcast where I'm Jared. And I'm Jordan, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. And welcome back. I've been told. Something like that. And welcome back. <laughs> to the J&J Secure Guest Podcast. A podcast about... Who cares? Uh, oh, we care. We care. We care. It's us. We care. It's stuff we care about. It's stuff we care about, darling. Yeah, Stalin. <laughs> we went through like a t- bunch of different accents there. <laughs> yes. And if, uh, if you don't care about what we're talking about for whatever reason, you'll check the time codes that I take the time to love to lovingly write out while editing. But for today, we're talking about the Hawkeye finale. Yeah. Uh, Jordan not having his plans open. Hold on. Uh, yeah. Kyle O'Reilly MCU all, news. Kyle O'Reilly is all elite. Uh. Everyone at Ubisoft getting fed up with working there. <laughs> yep. And we end things off before, and we're going to end things off with the big topic, the big one. You know what it happened. You know what we're talking about. We're talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Spoilers and non-spoilers. And, uh, goddamn, let's just say for right away, great movie? Great movie. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about it. And for those of you that are watching here on Twitch and in the future on YouTube, if you want to avoid any spoilers, but probably you'll have seen it already if you're seeing it on YouTube, uh, if you want to avoid any spoilers, it says right now on the screen, Spider-Man spoilers now. And make sure you're looking at your screen. And if you're not, and if you don't want to hear the spoilers, don't be here or put us on mute when this is on the screen right now. Jordan, point in the direction like I'm pointing right now. Oh, God. But like uh, with your uh, with your other hand, other hand, other hand. Too low. De- de- I can't actually see the Twitch screen, man. My computer is made of crisps. Down, downwards, downwards. Other way. No, point the other way. There we go. Yeah, there we go. He got it. He got it. He's pointing at it now. His finger's other right. Other way. In the seals. <laughs> yeah, so if that's on screen, we're talking Spider-Man spoilers. Um, or yes, we're talking... I love the... Yes, I absolutely love the fact that this is the episode that I have uh, made the most social media posts about while also indirectly telling people to not watch it. Yeah, it's basically. wonderful. <laughs> but 
please stick around for the rest of it. Spider-Man's going to be our main event. Uh, stick oh, yes. around for the rest of it. We've and got not, some interesting things to talk about. Oh, yeah, and this is going to be a long talk because uh, we're, we're really going down. We're, we're talking about this movie because this is a movie. So let's start how we like to start things out with previous episode corrections and notes. Um, the, the usually from these are from episode 41 from editing those they should be that should be up after tonight that was supposed to be they were supposed to be up after last week but I messed up so uh, it, movies we were thinking of we were thinking of interview with a vampire at one point uh, yes yes we kept confusing with vampire diaries but that was too young to be to make sense and but I did re- uh, confuse actors I said I don't remember who I said but it was actually Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise hmm. um, Finn Wolfhard will forever be known as Finn Wolfjob on this podcast God, that's like the most cursed image I've ever seen. <laughs> Holy crap. The wolf job. <laughs> I feel like I know what exactly what website hosts that image. And, I, and I'm and i not going to say it out loud here, but I feel like I know. Apparently, so I got that from listening to Game Grumps, and Dan said that it was some an image that him and his friends used to just send to each other as a joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like something from in the early 90s. Yeah, it looks like it was animated in the early 90s, yeah. Definitely. Uh, and did I try the shower bath shower? No. Oh, no. I should try, though, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I got to hear it from other people also, how they think, what they think of shower bath shower. Faye Valentine actually brings up a good point simply because just taking a bath alone, you are kind of sit, you are literally sitting in your, sitting in your own filth. That's true. Mm-hmm. I and first, the thing is, is a shower is more dynamic, like, yeah. because the water's constantly hitting you instead of you're just sitting in, like, a calm body of water. Yeah. It's definitely more dynamic, but it doesn't, like, cover your whole body, whereas your bath is whole submerging you. So I guess it would make sense. Although it does eat up all the hot water. Yes, it does. It does eat up all so. the hot water, according to her methods, because it would take a while <laughs> to take that kind yeah. of a shower. But that's all we really I really put down for episode corrections and notes. I was light. Oh, we're going into t- J&J Travels now, because we go and do stuff when we're in our free time. What you talking about traveling, man? Uh, traveling to places nearby. Yeah. Yes, in our neighborhood. So, Jordan, how's your arm feeling? Uh, better now, uh, cause I was a bit sore uh yesterday, cause I got my COVID booster last night. Yay! Yes. Um, good. That's all. Yeah, Make I, sure you're out there getting your um, vaccines. Yeah, I so I had a whole adventure about it. I'll briefly go in it. So basically, go originally I was gonna get my booster on uh. Sunday, yeah, this Sunday actually, but um, the closest uh, at the time that I made the appointment, which I wanted on a Sunday, was in Elizabeth, mm-hmm. unfortunately. So I'm like, all right, I guess I got to drive down Elizabeth because I just want to get this booster and get it over with. So I'm driving down Route 24, right? I'm just yep. driving to get down there, and as I'm driving, like I get up to like 40 miles an hour, and the whole car, like while I was driving like down like 30, 35 miles an hour, the car starts to make like noises, like something inside the car is like wobbling. Uh-huh. And I park I park in the in a parking lot for a bit to just look at my car, see if like is there anything loose, anything hanging off? No, okay, so I get back and I keep driving. Mm-hmm. The fast the more I pick up speed, the more wobbling that seems to happen by the point where the car is like shaking like a goddamn paint mixer, <laughs> like the front half. Oh so I just say, okay, I pull over a Short Hills Mall, which by the way, getting in and out of that mall is fun. I hate that mall. Oh my Go god. Ahead. It's so intricate the, the how you get it anyways. Yeah, yeah. But the point is I just say like I don't want to have a serious problem with my car in a, in the place where I'm not familiar with. I've never mm. been to Elizabeth before. I still haven't. Mm. Um so I'm like, all right, I'm turning around. 
drop it off at uh, my service people's place. And what had happened was is just one bad lug nut on a wheel. That really that caused that's it? all of that. And there was also noises with uh, whenever I like slowed down to a complete stop with the brakes. It would make noises, and I and I felt like at one point my car was driving through Wakanda. It was making so much noise. <laughs> oh, Wakanda! So, and that later. was a leaf stuck in the rear caliper, of all things. A lone fall leaf survived all the way to December to kick my car's ass. Wow. Um. So, but I, I, I should have. Li- I wish it would have leafed you alone. Oh my god. God. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, I got puns anyway, for well, days. Well, well, ignoring that awful pun, uh, shout out to Joyce Honda for uh, fixing all that for me free of charge because it's ridiculous that a leaf could cause that and a bad lug nut. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got my booster yesterday, last night, at uh, right after work at the uh, Senior Wellness Center next to the, uh, I believe, the in Bridgewater. I mm-hmm. believe it, it was next to the baseball stadium where the Somerset Patriots play. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've been there before. Yeah, I think very nice baseball stadium. Very nice staff Mm -hmm. at the center. They were very accommodating. Nice, easy setup. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much all I did for my travels. I have I've got stories of a covid testing center that I cannot talk about on this podcast. All right, that's fine. I will tell you afterwards. Oh, boy. And maybe at some point I'll tell you all about it if this if this pandemic ends. And dang it, I didn't put my phone on vibrate. We need to make a bingo card for this podcast. We, we really do. <laughs> so we can play along at home. I need to figure that out. Exactly. Now, Jordan's not the only one who did some traveling because I did some last minute traveling. Ooh. Um, well, actually, also, because it has this before I talk about this um, uh, in Why Are We Gaming, I'll talk more about uh, the Pokemon Go event that happened. But while uh, while playing Pokemon Go, me and Ohad went to the Livingston Mall, actually, real quick, because he wanted to get me something for the holidays. Aww. And uh, so I was like, get me this. And I got a pop of Korra now. Hey, that's cute. Yeah, I love Korra. She's great. Avatar State. Avatar, not just Avatar State, like Avatar State with Rava on the, um, on the, uh, what's it called, on her Oh, v. on her shirt. Yeah, yes. I see that, yeah. Yeah, do you know, you've seen Korra, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with the kites. Okay, ah, with the kites. <laughs> yes. But, uh, so yeah, I got myself a Korra pop, pop, but that's not the main thing I want to talk about. I just brought that up because I remembered it's right up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yesterday went and saw the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Yeah, okay, talk to me about that. So, um, if you like music, if you like Christmas music, but it rocks, like literally rocks. Oh, oh Jordan's they do face. the badass Carol of the Bells. Yes, they do. They do that okay, one. That's that's do, that, do, 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 that, do, do. that was for, I, I'm like, they're familiar. Yeah. I've heard that name before. Now I know what it is. Yeah, so uh, what they do, uh, we got there a little late because my aunt and mother didn't know that it, Prudential Center does not allow bags anymore. I was like, I told you, they don't allow. You ever have those moments where, like, you tell your parents the thing and they don't believe you because they're parents and they have to do it. mm -hmm, That's basically what it was. And they had to rent lockers. Yep. Which I was like, good job. Told you. And that's why I didn't bring, like, anything. Yep. Like, I had to bring my my pouch that I got for the kilt. Um, But, yeah, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, it had already started when we got in, but it was a... It was great anyway. They do this like um, storytelling, like they're telling a story as they're playing the songs, and each Christmas song is what's represented next. Like uh, they end with Saraveo. They played Saraveo, Care of the Bells, twice actually. Hmm. Yeah, they play it as the end of the storytelling por- portion, which then leads to them 
introducing all the singers, I think, in the band. Mm-hmm. And then um, after that, a few's uh, a little bit into it. Or no, after that, they just start playing more music, which is just good Christmas-sounding music that just rocks. Uh, I they introduced the rest of the band, and then they pl- and then before they uh, or for the last two songs they played Wizards in Winter and then Care of the Bells again, which. Wizards and Winter is my favorite song by uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra because I played it uh, on cello uh, with my string orchestra back in high school. You played cello? Yes. You didn't know I played the cello. I I hope this is the first time you're telling me this. I'm pretty sure I have told you this more than once, but it's something that people forget because I haven't played it since high school. Yeah, that's true. You were known as as the guitar or the bass player. Yeah. Hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. You want to know how bad of a cello guy I was? Oh, boy. Or how much of a cello guy I was? I have I'm a tie excited. with one on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really tacky. <laughs> I wore it at every performance. Oh, no. <laughs> every choir, every, not choir, uh, every uh, performance for the orchestra. Did everyone wear a tie? a tie with their instrument on it? No, they did not. Damn it. Everyone wore a tie, though, if they had it, if they, you know, would, uh, you know, if they wore ties, you know, or wore okay. that kind of outfit. Yeah. I did play, actually, violin in middle school as well. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, I played, like, third grade all the way through high school. Wow. Yeah, ten years. Yeah. If I picked it up, I could play it again, I bet. Um, mm. But, yeah, Trans-Siberian Orchestra was a great show. Definitely recommend uh, going to see their show, uh, one of, at least, their show at least once in your life, because it's, it's an experience, for one thing. Yeah. I like that it's not just songs. It's not playing a sad list. They're actually attempted storytelling that's really that's really unique yeah right it's like when they do a it's like when you see a band tour a concept album or something like oh, yeah. that like when i saw yeah. roger waters touring the wall or uh roger daltrey from the who when he was touring the um was it the tommy album i think or like Inks is doing mr roboto except they, it's good i think you meant uh sticks Sticks. Thank you. Excuse me. There you go. But yes, also, except it's good. <laughs> yes. All right. But that's all my traveling I had to do today. Let's get into our main topics of things bef- that we have to talk about before uh, we get to Spider-Man. First of all, after some... We had a very interesting dynamite last night. Yes. And uh, we had another debut. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle O'Reilly is all elite. Yeah. And a unfortunately... Um, still cool, but slightly more boring way than I was hoping for. I wanted Kyle, I wanted a giant box to be rolled out by Adam Cole and mm-hmm. one of the young bucks to come up and then a fist to just come out and punch one of them in the face. <laughs> yes. Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, that'd be great. But the interesting wrinkle there is that Kyle O'Reilly came out kind of on his own. Yeah. To side with, uh, help out Cole and Fish and then Matt and Nick Jackson came out, came out and were like they were like dude what the what the hell's going on yeah. they they didn't look happy and I'm like did Adam lie to them like about the gift or I, I maybe they were actually expecting an actual gift because on Dynamite last week he was holding a present that's true he was actually That's holding true, a present he he pro- you know what knowing bte they probably were hoping it was new jays yeah i i was about to say like sneakers oh my god i i blame all the sneaker stuff on scorpio sky and so does ever and so does most other people apparently in the locker room scorpio sky got them all into sneaker collecting absolutely oh god yeah yeah i mean they're, i mean they're cool but i love the fact that a fresh pair of jays means you're a bad guy now yep <laughs> like what if it's like in like you're wearing slippers and then like the big reveals you take them off and there's just air jordans underneath <laughs> oh he's dude. a traitor kill him <laughs> <laughs> oh god I wonder what kind of shoes dan lambert's wearing then because dan crocs. lambert came back to <laughs> yeah hey no sh- no offense to crocs Cro- i like crocs 
All right. What are what's worse than Crocs? What's the worst type of shoe? Galoshes? I don't know. Um, rubber uh, boots? Uh, the Deora? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a I shoe. I figured it looks like a shoe. It looks like one of those like it looks like oh, like uh, like one of those outdoor woman's shoes that like You're right. <laughs> look, it does look like a shoe. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna keep issue. making. I'm gonna keep making fun of that car. <laughs> God damn it! Uh. <laughs> okay, okay, but uh, yeah, dynamite was pretty cool last night. Um, do you want a spoiler for for rampage? Uh, yeah, tell me about it. what's going down. Uh, cause there's three, uh, four matches announced: Chris Statlander versus Layla Hirsch, Isaiah Cassidy versus Jungle Boy. Where if uh, Isaiah Cassidy won, Private Party would get Jurassic Express's uh, number one contendership. Ooh, okay, interesting. Yes, and um, Hook also fought Bear Bronson. Mm-hmm. I assume he won. Well, it's Hook. I mean, exactly. Hook, Hook is the guy from that gag in The Simpsons where Homer just looks at him, but it's oh. like, but Marge, we can't go on yet. That Dude. guy has, hasn't done anything yet. Are you talking about this? I have it open oh. right now. Oh. <laughs> that hey. guy hasn't done anything yet. You let's, know let's, it's something cool. Yes. Let's yeah. show it to everyone. Hey, God. Like, oh, maybe we should go inside. But Marge, that guy hasn't done, done anything yet. yet. Look at him. He's just standing there. Something. And you know it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, and then you miss it because it's on Rampage. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I watch Rampage, so. Yeah, that's true. Hook is the absolute boy. Oh, he is. Him. Everybody loves him. And uh, good on him coming out to Action Bronson. Yeah. As his, uh, with his theme music. I can't remember the name of the tune Very off nice. the top of my head, but yes. Um, oh, did you see? I mean, you watched it. You saw Punk and Sting's face paint. Yeah, that was really so cool. Good. I so love good. that. I, I love that. I, I I love that that's that's so much better. That's so much better than um the WWE superstars doing like their rock cosplay yes. photo shoots. Oh because that's like because they couldn't get the rock. Is, uh, you're cosplaying as someone who's a bigger star than you. Whereas in this instance with AEW with Punk and Sting, they are putting each other over. Yes, and they are to, it shows that hey, we are in we are united against our cause to fuck up these assholes. Yeah. And we're going to blend our not our brand, our iconographies together. Hell yeah. And it was a good it was a good blending. It looked really great. Yeah. Also CM Punk, I'm, I'm sure he's like a huge CM- internally he's like a huge market. It's like I'm wearing Sting face paint. I don't oh. care what anyone says. I don't care if it looks bad on me. I'm putting on the classic face paint. <laughs> oh yeah. Punk is doing what he wants. Did you see his um he was wearing a shirt a few weeks ago that said uh, until you get your own, don't say anything. I love that shirt. It was in a picture- Texas. Yes, and it was a picture of ovaries. It was oh my god. In Texas. That's such a shirt with such an attitude. Oh, I love it is. It. I loved it. Thank God. Thank you, CM Punk. He, he's just having fun in his return, doing what he wants with that kind of God stuff. God bless him. God bless him. God bless him that he's in back in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Uh, but I think that's that's really all we want to talk about in terms of wrestling right now. Now I need to talk about something important to me. <laughs> okay. Right, here we go. I've been mentioning offhand these past few weeks about the current lawsuit happening between H, the H3 podcast and uh, the CEO of Triller, Ryan Kavanaugh. Oh, boy. So a few months ago, Triller put on a fight uh, between Jake Paul and Ben Askren. Oh, yeah, by the way, Jake Paul also fought um, 
Tyrone Woodley and won a few nights ago. Good on him. Okay. That was for real. Uh, just good on him, I guess. That's it. I don't like the Pauls, but whatever. So, what, uh, what was claimed in the main first lawsuit that happened was that they claimed that the H3 podcast had played the fights live on their on their live stream for everyone to see, which is what they did not do. This was a few days after the fight took place on like a Friday. Okay. And what they didn't do is they played what they did was they played fan cam footage of the of ringside where basically they just saw the punch out and that was it was barely any few seconds of footage. They weren't actually streaming the fight, but the lawsuit was that they were streaming the whole fight for a big audience illegally. The initial lawsuit was against H3 and a bunch of other uh, YouTubers all at once and they uh, it was it was dropped after it long later um Good. yeah it was dropped not long, not long later um then another lawsuit was kept on just still against h3 for doing the same things and for saying that they were slandering him because uh ryan kavanaugh is a very is a very very uh questionable man himself ryan kavanaugh who was once accused of it by his ex-partner of running a ponzi scheme cool yep he Oh, he try, he's uh, trying to sue Teddy Fresh as a shell company because uh, he thinks they're a shell company for uh, H3 and not an actual clothing company, Teddy Fresh, which it is. It's okay. it's their clothing brand. It's it, it's design, It's done by his wife. It's not like he owns it, but it's mostly his wife's operation. Yeah. And uh, also H3 has been claiming that he looks a bit like Harvey Weinstein, which, you know, after seeing this, I can't help but kind of think it does. Like, let me show you. They both need to learn how to use a razor, man. Yeah, let's see. So this is, uh, welcome to Does Ryan Kavanaugh Look Like HarveyWeinstein.com? Oh, articles, by the way. I got to make sure I keep that up, too, because that's how you find out about what's going on. Now, oh, I should say, article. That's I fine. know I'm saying, now I'm, now I'm saying that man needs to know a razor when I've got the stubble going on. <laughs> exactly. I apologize. My week has been hectic. Yeah. So, yeah, there's the two men themselves, Harvey Weinstein. I, I can't tell the difference between them. I don't know if you can. Can you? Can you? Like, uh, look here. I'm, look I'm, here. I think they made a mistake. I'm looking at the exact same picture. Yeah, you think they're the same person? <laughs> yeah, man. The slider yeah, and everything yeah. is the slider is so perfect for this. Yes. Um, look at this. Oh, they they gave you some uh, some labels for us to tell us what it is, who is who. But um, oh, there's some official Getty images of the two of them together. Isn't ain't that ain't that a coincidence? obvious photoshops nothing no that's real that's real i know those are real getty images that you can purchase of the two of them all right so yeah oh okay about ryan kavanaugh founder and owner of triller he's the owner of uh and brains behind the app website and brand triller triller is a video sharing platform similar to tiktok the platform has recently garnered an increase of downloads because of the prominent podcast uh prominent podcast h3 podcast has promoted it and what they were doing was they were um, what they did also to cause this lawsuit, uh, or one of the reasons that, is that they encourage fans to try out Triller for themselves and give, and then give an honest review of it. Yeah. The honest reviews were mostly negative. Yeah. Because that's just how they were going to be. Ter- he has a terrible record of himself. Oh yeah, they, the, the app claimed to have all these, re- all these superstars in there, Charlie and Dixie, D'Amelio, Justin Bieber, Richard, uh, Josh Richards, Noah Beck. Kevin Hart is crossed out here because when H3 went to look in, on the app himself, they could not find Kevin Hart. No. <laughs> at all. But it was still in the description until they found it get, actually get fixed. He's got um, a bunch of de- uh, terrible things he's done. He has a DUI under him. He's lied under oath. 
Awesome. In 2018, claims of sexual harassment from seven women at Relativity began against former Relativity co-president Adam Fields, was found to have been the result of fraudulent memorandum and drafted, drafted according to arbitrator Judge Terry Friedman by Relativity CEO Kavanaugh himself. Kavanaugh set up his co-president basically and wrote fake documents alleging these uh, incidents occurred. Good grief. The Ponzi scheme that he was accused of with relativity unpaid wages because in 2021 he had a babysitter that he had paid a lot of money to watch after his child and then the pandemic started and he fired her which they ended the contract they ended the contract um What's the word? Um, it wasn't it prematurely. Wasn't prematurely, yes. And he's threatened many, many critics over the time. He is just—he's not a fan. He is a bad man. And basically, what this lawsuit can do is, is set to do. It, it, the next lawsuit is—it uh, could really stop fair use if this lawsuit goes through. Because what yeah, they did. Well, if Ryan's suit is successful, yeah, this could be genuinely very worrying. Exactly. This could be bad for avatar for all of our advertisers. It could be bad for YouTubers just trying to show any other kind of content that isn't theirs and review it. And after the H3's first lawsuit where they won the ability to be able to, you know, review videos and such like that timely, it made sense. It, it, it basically made watching and reviewing videos possible. It Like a real legit thing that should be paid for, that should not be, you know, sued for, anything like that. And that's why we must stop Ryan Kavanaugh. <laughs> We yeah. must stop him. Uh, and so also, also, I don't, I, I'll never understand the whole, like, I've never, like, a crime or anything like that. Exactly. But I would like to think, as the kind of person that I am, I would like to think if I was accused of a crime, my immediate reaction would be to, okay, do you have, where is the undisputable proof that I committed this crime? Mm-hmm. Please present it to me. Yes, there's uh, proof. Because still- I might not have been aware of it. <laughs> but there's proof. For all I know. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's funny. He still supported Harvey Weinstein and such afterwards on Twitter. He doesn't know how to delete old tweets. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Harvey's a survivor. He'll get through this. It's like, dude, he touched women. He did bad things. Yeah. No, let's not let him get through this. He doesn't know how to delete. He's, and so basically lately, though, he's just been going on a tirade on his social medias against H3, trying to get people. He, like, posted on Instagram or on Twitter, I don't know, a link to the FBI's tip line for people to put in tips about Ethan. And that resulted in last Friday, his house got raided by the FBI. Like the, the, like this whole separate stereotypical FBI open up that whole like setup thing, like whole raid, tons of police cars everywhere. It's, it needs to stop. We need to stop Ryan Kavanaugh. This is bullshit. Exactly. So that's my rant. There's more to find. Follow the H3 podcast, please, for more. This is a, this was a serious message, and I send it to you all with peace and love, peace and love, to stop Ryan Kavanaugh. Yeah. And don't actually DM him. Don't don't interact with him. Don't like don't do anything that would actually like Im- impact Ethan in a terrible way, like sending him death threats. Don't do that. Yeah. No. Never send death threats. Okay. Let's move on to something better. Something different here. Okay. Yeah. Some DC news. Let's talk about something happy. Yeah. Like, movies are coming back. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. And uh, a movie that was set for HBO Max is now gonna go to the big screen. Mm, okay. Yes. DC's Blue Beetle movie is heading to the big sc- uh, to the big screen and will open in cinemas August 2023. Yes, uh, I am so happy. Uh, this will be directed by um, 
I think there might be a typo in this document, but it's... Uh, I think it's Angel? Yeah, Angel uh, Manuel Soto, who directed Charm City Kings. And, uh, oh God, I'm going to get the actor's name. I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, Zolo Marduena. Uh, Marduena. Uh, Marduena, thank you. Of hey. Cobra Kai fame, will be playing the role of Jaime Reyes as Jay, the Blue mean, Beetle. I, did, I am so happy that we're did, getting Jaime and not like Ted Cord. Is that how his name is pronounced? Jaime, yes. It's not Jamie? No. It says Jamie Reyes to me there. No, it's Jaime. Oh, wait. Oh, Mexican-American teenager. That makes sense. Yes. They don't have the J sound, right? I forget. No, yeah. That's have you strange. not watched Young Justice? No, I have not. It's good, man. Give yeah, it a shot. Um, I yeah, should. so very happy that we're getting or not getting, like, Ted Cord. I mean, even though I like the previous use of the Blue Beetle, it's the whole, like, it's like the Green Lantern thing. I'm like, anyone but Hal Jordan or <laughs> Kyle Rayner, please. Okay, 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 quick thing, quick thing. So, um, it, we're in a group chat on Twitter, um, or at least our Twitter page, uh, called Tug Job Radio, and they told us, not, and they said, whatever you do, don't bring up Green Lantern tonight. You can talk about um, Spider-Man all you want, and now we just brought up Green Lantern. Damn it, why? I was unaware of this, so I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> oh god never uh never no hal jordan i mean ryan Reynolds was a fine hal jordan but there's a reason he had to go shoot himself in the head and at the end of deadpool 2 absolutely mm. green lantern it is it's either john stewart or if you really need if you must insist on a white dude asshole guy gardner please <laughs> sure asshole guy you know who, who some people say are real assholes old people yes what about young people playing old people though <laughs> this is interesting. Yes. This is interesting. So Tom Holland is excited. He gets to play Fred Astaire. They are uh, the classic, uh, like black and uh, a classic black and white screen actor, like old old screen actor. Yes, one of one of the uh, greatest dancers in film history. Yep, I'm going to considered by many to be. A quote from uh, him says that I'm going to dust off the old tap shoes and go back to the Pineapple Dance Studios in London and start taking some tap lessons. Uh, Very you, nice. You remember yeah, Tom Holland? Tom Holland had a kind of started his career in um, Bill Elliott the Musical. He did, yes. Yeah, as in a starring role, yeah. So he he has a background in dance, so that's very appropriate. Very much. Well, not only do you know that uh, he's also got a background in uh, in and dancing to Rihanna. <laughs> if you've seen that video, uh, I've I've seen the gifts. I've seen the I'm see I've seen him go hard. Oh yeah, he went so hard on uh, d- uh, dressing in a whole dress and everything. Zendaya was there watching like in shock and awe yeah <laughs> beautiful um but this could be a great thing like i feel weird because it feels like we're seeing tom holland and everything him and chris pratt and everything yeah actually yeah his career's really taken off and then i remember i saw them together in onward oh god <laughs> oh no onward i love ah. how that movie keeps coming up and it keeps cursing you it haunts you ah, it started the pandemic Speaking of which, um, if the Omicron numbers keep going up and Spider-Man is the last movie I see in theaters before we go into lockdown again, I will be fine with that. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I am pla- but I am a Jew, and we do have a Christmas movie planned. We're probably seeing Kingsman. Oh, that's also a good film to see. Yes, I can't wait. The Kingsman, first Kingsman. Uh, the Kingsman, I think is what it's called. Yes, the start. Yes, but um, uh, Fred Astaire, going to be played by Tom Holland. It, he fits the role, honestly. It's going to be great to see him do some dancing. Let's see. Amy Pascal is going to be my uh, Ginger Rogers, apparently. Amy yes. Pascal. Who's that again? Uh, Amy Pascal is the Wonder Woman person, I think. 
Apologies uh, if we get that wrong. <laughs> yes, she is. I think. I don't now, know. Uh, yeah, Tom Holland is playing um, Fred Astaire in a the in an, a film produced by Amy Pascal. My bad. Okay, my bad. Yes. Thank you, Variety, for cl- for the clarification. Just gotta make sure I say that cor- I say that all correctly. Um, but yeah, it should be a good role for Tom. Let's uh, let's go into some MC news. MC news. You're supposed to say MCU news. MCU news. There you go. The news that is unescapable, inevitable, mm. and unstoppable. Mm-hmm. But only here on the J and J Securecast podcast. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's inescapable? Also, sometimes. What? Spoilers. Oh boy. Uh, we're not spoiling Spider-Man yet, but uh, I got I got a poster to show y'all here that um, Taika Waititi was claiming at first was fake, not real for Thor 4, because for one thing, look at all the Thors on here. There's the, the Thor here, main Thor there, there's and another two Thors, a female Thor and a female Thor. You got Korg just standing there. Korg's just there. He found his way to the poster. Exactly. You have Valkyrie here too. Oh my goodness. And then just, oh, you've got his chariot. Oh, yeah. With uh, Thor's two, I forget what the name of his goats were. If they had a name, so like in the com- in the original comics or something, they were like legend. Now one of the rights, real excited. Yeah, he is. You can see that tongue. It reminds me of like some of those old yeah. of some of those old uh, other images. Hang on, let me closer for the audience. Again, towards the top here, we see this Thor's hammer with another, with some sort of hammer and looks looking like he's in casual clothing almost. Yeah, lumberjack Thor. Yeah, like there's one thing on this poster that I'm that I'm surprised we're not seeing yet, or we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And there's no imagery of Gore the of uh, Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher. No, it's oh I didn't know he was confirmed to be in the uh, this film. Oh, sorry about that then. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah, now I'm interested. Christian Bale. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, Christian Bale. It's gonna be great. So Taika Waititi was claiming that this is not real, and then it, it was. Let me look at this article for real though. Um, so let's see. It's going to oh see the return of uh, Natalie Portman. She'll be coming in the role. Uh, they've confirmed the heroes will go up against Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher. The film will also unveil a heroic transformation of Portman's Jane Foster into Mighty Thor. And it is also expected to explore new Asgard under Valkyrie's leadership. Hmm. Yes, uh, it reveals a mighty superhero team. The Rex has verified that the merchandise with merchandise supplier Pyramid International that this Thor Love and Thunder poster is officially licensed product by Marvel according to Pyramid. The poster was mistakenly distributed to a retailer too early and will be available for purchase in 2022. Interesting. Yeah, so I guess they were planning to wait on showing like, you know, some of this, uh, uh, you know, all the imagery and such because Thor 4 isn't set to come out until like the summer, I think? That's true, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember exactly which is coming first, that or Black Panther 2, but yeah. something like that. It's going to be a fun film because mm-hmm. it was originally set to come out in May until they bumped Doctor Strange. Yes. And speaking of Doctor Strange. Oh, boy. This is a good way. To, I just I had to transition that way. It was perfect. Yes. Um, oh, you know what? I'm going to put up for right now. I'm going to put up our spoilers because uh, spoilers up real quick. This is one of the end credit scenes. One of the end yes. credit things is just a trailer for uh, for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, and we're going to talk about it now. Yes, where basically we hear voices saying that he shouldn't have tried that spell that he tries, that you obviously know he tries in the Spider-Man trailers. There's an imagery of a broken watch. Mm-hmm. And we just see uh, Doctor Strange come out, and the whole universe is like breaking upon itself very similar to how it did in episode four of what if yes 
What do you th- uh, what do you, what do you think so far? Seeing some of this, because like it looks like a lot's gonna be happening here. Um, I I always like the whole like um, mirror verse Doctor Strange sort of CGI work. It's kind of fun to see like cities like fold in on themselves. Yeah. Wait a minute. I missed that. Who is that? There's someone who's like walking up to uh, in a in a jacket with a star on it. That's like walking towards a bunch of like ancient statues. I wonder who that is. Mine, because mm. they have a star on the back of their shirt, and I'm wondering if that's representative of anything of any logo. Uh, not that I'm familiar with, unless Me it's neither. unless it's John Walker, but I doubt it. Oh no, it's not. It's not that kind of a star. <laughs> John Walker. Yeah, no, it's a girl. Fighting the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, no, this is a girl. This what is a girl. will he do? This is still looking pretty awesome. We see uh, Doctor Strange go and start talking to, uh, to, what's her name? Wanda. Wanda, yes, after the, Wanda. Event, after the events of WandaVision and Westview. He says he doesn't want to talk about that, which means, yes, all that stuff is canon with Westview and the MCU TV shows, which is great to see. Yeah. And um, they're heading to the multiverse or something like that, and they're getting ready for a war. Uh, we see the return of... Uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor's Baron Mordo. We see another. We see uh, a a big squid-like thing. We see. Is it Shumagora? It's Shumagora. Oh my God! From from that weird Marvel fighting game way back in the day. Exactly. I think it was like Marvel. I was saying the precursor Marvel versus Capcom. Actually, let me see. Ooh, okay. Well, you keep talking. I'll say this because Baron Mordo also goes to show um, Doctor Strange that there's an even that there's a more powerful enemy that Doctor Strange has yet to face, and. Something more powerful than Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange himself. We see the return, or the debut on screen, of Dark Doctor Strange from What If. Yay. Oh, that's so cool. Look at all the all the different wigs and outfits and such that uh, that uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is putting on. He's got so much to do in this. How is they going to do the scenes with two of him at once? He just gives the clone, like, a dark look. Do you think that this is basically just going to be, like, an elongated version of that episode of What If? Uh, I feel like it's a continuation of it. Could be. Because if this is the same guy, this is the same, uh, Doctor, I call, I call him the Doctor Strange with no heart, because it's like, because of the episode title, but I'm thinking, like, how did he get out of his, like, dimensional prison, like the purple diamond prison that he built for himself? I don't know, ask the Watcher, we'll find that out. <laughs> yeah. Because he was supposed to, he was supposed to be in charge of guarding, uh, oh god, he was uh, supposed to be in charge of guarding, uh, Ultron and, um... And what's Killmonger. his name? Yeah, Killmonger and what's his name? The guy, um... Ultravision. No, not Ultravision. The other guy. The guy in the computer. What's his name? Oh, goodness. Uh, Zola. Zola, yes. Uh, Zola. It was Zola and, uh, and Killmonger. Yeah, Uh-oh. they were meant to be encased. I wonder what's going to happen there. Oh, God, we'll have That's Ultron. A big pr- That's a big problem. <laughs> New Avengers facing, uh, face Ultron. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Let's speed through a couple more of these, though, real quick. Um, because we've got a few things here. Uh, we got, like, two or three things left here. Uh, Chloe Grace Moretz wants Kick-Ass 3 to be a... a, Would be interested in doing Kick-Ass 3 if the situation is perfect, as she put it. Oh, yeah. What does that mean? If the situation's perfect? Uh, fucking pay me. (laughs) If there's enough money. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what it is. Well, well, not just money. If it's like, if it's a good story and a good script. Yes. That the actor likes, obviously. Uh, If a fun time is to be had, you know they'll, you know people will come. She elaborated that Perfect meant stars Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Christopher Mintz-Plassey would would return uh, with the whole crew across the board. The first Kick-Ass released in 2010, 
black comedy of a superhero film and that what did you think of the kick-ass films did you see those i've never seen them i've seen clips and whatnot okay um, i like the main character mm-hmm. kick-ass he's, yes he's he he's kind of a weirdo <laughs> but i think that's the whole point yep uh you got him you got chloe grace moretz as hit girl who apparently oh, yeah. continued on in the comics oh yeah yeah good to see her i would love to see another another kick-ass movie honestly it'd, it'd be really fun to see if it, I, if it was a reboot also i'd be fine with that too because currently it's being owned by miller world it's owned by miller world which miller world products are currently being done by netflix mm, you remember you remember that what was it jupiter's ascending something? no not that oh no the other jupiter one jupiter uh, i gotta remember it I'll, if i put it in on netflix it'll come up jupiter's legacy that's what it was jupiter's legacy yeah that was the show that uh had superheroes in it yeah yes it did oh my god i completely forgot about that yeah we didn't watch it that's why and we just we talked about a trailer for it yeah that's what, okay one thing about netflix i kind of can't stand is they released their trailers for shows like a week or two before the show's gonna come out give mm. us more time please yeah i mean i guess they they don't want the hype train to like die off or anything like that by announcing things too early yeah exactly but you don't want to overwhelm the consumer with like there's only so much i guess i want to say like headspace but sort of like attention yeah that the common viewer gets like for like like i i don't have room in my head for jojo's bizarre adventure and stranger things and i'm making stuff up and yeah. like the witcher i'm gonna pick one of those shows and focus on that first you know what exactly I, mean? I feel you with that one that's what i was that's what that was me when i was going through the clone wars i needed to get through the clone wars yes yeah um Speaking of getting through things, getting through the tragedy uh, that was uh, the death of Chadwick Boseman was very difficult to the beginning of the pandemic. That well, sucked. And uh, when Marvel announced that they would not recast him, I was kind of, I almost, I was kind of like, okay, I'm cool with that, but also at the same time, but this is going to be very difficult for your future, guys. How are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, but a solution, somewhat, as Derek Boseman feels his brother Chadwick Boseman would want Marvel to recast his Black Panther character to T'Challa. He died back in August 2020 at the age of 43 after battling colon cancer. The late actor was first diagnosed in 2016 with stage 3, which later progressed to stage 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, here's the thing. That's, it's already in development. So unless he's spoiling it, that they're already recasting him. Mm, yeah, I, I don't... <sighs> It's too late to kind of do that, I would think. Unless they just push the whole film back like a year and a half and just say, screw it, we're just going to start over again, which Marvel has money. Disney has money. They do. They but could they have... possibly do that. I don't see it happening. I don't no, see it happening No, unfortunately not. I don't, know, I don't know what happens to this Black Panther movie. Yeah, I me mean neither. Although, if, if, you know what, if it's a recasting that has the Bozeman's family's thumbs up and seal of approval, I'd be fine with it. Right now, I'm also okay, just okay with a recasting for now of Shuri, just like everyone yeah. else's. Yep. Because she doesn't want to get vaccinated. Yeah. Bringing us all down, Shuri. Bringing us yeah. all down. Especially with how big Omicron's getting. So yeah, Derek noted uh, that uh, while his brother never shared his wishes for Black Panther 2 before his death, he feels that his brother would agree that T'Challa should live on. And, mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they imagine uh, many fans speculated that Letitia Wright, who plays Shuri in the films, would take up the role. But I think we've already talked about that. We that it's umba- gonna be Umbaku. Yeah, yeah. So Umbaku in Wakanda forever. <laughs> Big man. Big man. Yes. That suit's gonna be tight. Oh yeah, and it's gonna look huge on him too. Oh my god! Hey, I'd love to see a huge, uh, a huge Black Panther. That'd be cool. God, actually, no, <laughs> absolute he'd... unit. 
He would look like uh, Tom Hardy's Venom if he was like normal human sized. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Yep. So we didn't have only one trailer to talk about. That was all of our MCU news. Do we want to talk about this other trailer? Let's save this other trailer for next week. Okay. Yeah. You looked more into this than I did. I sent it to you, but I was like, ay, ay, Yeah, I'll read it more. So 2021 seems like it's turning out to be the, be the year where everyone just goes, you know what? I'm sick of your shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of people are saying that uh, Ubisoft uh, seems to be one of those companies, the uh, video game development company. Over the past 18 months, apparently, so many people have left the company uh, to the point where people internally are calling it like the cut artery or the great exodus um it's it's sort of part of the whole great resignation trend where uh, a lot of people are just quitting their job and just kind of fed up with the state of things um companies aren't hiring enough people and put and pushing all the work onto so many other people onto so few uh, people that it should be work people need jobs but aren't being hired because companies don't want to hire more people Yes, hire more people or pay the, or, you know, yeah, just hire more people. I was about to say, hire more people and and give people raises. Yeah. Increase their pay. So a look at LinkedIn departure statistics, which aren't perfect metric, but are certainly useful, show that Ubisoft's annual attrition rate is at 12% among its 20,000 strong workforce, which is significantly higher than competitors like EA at 9% and Epic at 7%. That said, one company's rate was even higher, Activision Blizzard. Oh, God, at 16%. Yeah, we're reading off a Kotaku article, by the way, just so we have our facts straight. Yes, and uh, Um, well, in case our facts aren't straight, we blame Kotaku. Yes, and we apologize for that. Um, Now, there are a bunch of reasons for the departures. A lot of... a lot of people from their Montreal worksite are people are leaving. Uh, there's a lot of competition in Montreal because a lot of game companies have their setup set up in Montreal. Mm-hmm. A bunch of startups and a lot of workers and stuff going like, you know what? I can make more money elsewhere mm-hmm. and head off. Um, there's also a lot of um, Ubisoft announced a bunch of pay raises for their Canadian employees, but then a bunch of other studios that are owned by Ubisoft are like, well, what about us? Yeah. And then you've got abuse allegations them getting into ntfs and being stupid about it Ugh. nfts uh, one apparently one person uh one former employee told uh, axios who uh was the which was a site that broke the original report the company's reputation was too much to bear it's legitimately embarrassing Jesus. um and apparently looking at this at least five of the Top 25 credited people for Far Cry 6, uh, which saw release in October of this year, have already left Ubisoft, and 12 of 50. 12 out of 50 of the pe- developers behind Assassin's Creed Valhalla have left the company now as well. Yeah, this um, and is... apparently it's so bad. Another person has said, um, and I'm quoting here from a former employee: One developer recently said a colleague currently at Ubisoft contacted them to solve an issue with the game because no one was still there who knew the system all the video game companies like okay blizzard activision which i mean activision blizzard kind of the same thing ea and now ubisoft all these i love all these triple a games studios are just falling apart at the seams Mm -hmm. what a mess very sad to see yeah need uh god guys treat your employees like people because they're people they have lives and they should be paid respectively they should be paid um 
they should just be paid well. That's, yeah, that's all I could say. And hey, guess what? If you're trying to co- uh, cut costs by not hiring people, guess what? If no one wants to work for your company, you're not gonna make any money. Period. And you're not gonna have so, a company. Yeah, you're not gonna have a company. So exactly. Pay up. Yep. And speaking yeah, of fuckers, speaking of payment, the, the, before we get to the Hawkeye finale, real quick, I have a thought: Will Blade and Morbius ever meet? And I only had this thought. Actually, no. Let's have. Let's go into this thought after when we start talking about Spider-Man, because I have to think about whether or not certain things are canon or not anymore, which I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. how about that Hawkeye? Yeah, man, Hawkeye is over, and uh, he got a nice suit. That cane, that hat. Yes, the fucking king pins back. Oh, that yeah. That cane, that hat. Yes, the Wilson Fisk is back. I like that. <laughs> the big man, big W, it's Wilson, bitch. Mm. The kingpin <laughs> is back. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. He's back. Yes. How about Vinny D? God- I'm sorry, what? Vinny D, Vincent D'Onofrio. That's right, the actor who played him. Yeah, I will say the balls that it took. I mean, it is Christmas colors, but the balls that it took for him to wear a red Hawaiian shirt and that hat, it's it's iconic. Oh, yeah, that that look had to come from the comics. Actually, it did. Oh, good. It came straight from the comics. I think it's some sort of Spider-Man comic called Family Business, from what I read. Um, Okay. Yeah, it's basically all... I think even that storyline involves Aunt May. Um... I'm not exactly sure as to what it is, but the look was basically ripped straight from the comics, and uh, he made that look. He he made that Grandpa Max uh, Hawaiian shirt look great. It is a Grandpa Max Hawaiian shirt. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the same shirt. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh man. Awesome. So like, he could just take arrows and not react to them. Yeah. Now he, now arrows are like a, they're essentially kill shots, right? A Hawkeye yeah. arrow is essentially a killing blow. It's he just to took it and just went. The fuck? Right. Fuck off. Oh yeah, he like I know that in the show that in Daredevil his suits were like armored and such, but like it looked like it went through the shirt, like literally the hole in the button open button of a shirt, so it had to be in him. Yeah, well also King also Fisk is just an absolute unit. Mm-hmm. You can't punch the guy. He's made of rock. Oh yeah. Effectively. <laughs> yeah, he is. So this episode starts off also with Kate uh, Bishop freaking out basically cuz she found out her mom is working with a big criminal. Yeah. And uh Hawkeye's like, "No, we got this. We're partners. We can do this. I'm not yeah. letting you this ha- go without you." Yeah. Which is which is very nice, which is very nice. It shows I was talking about but with a coworker today actually cuz he had seen it as well and mm. I we just I just love the fact that Hawkeye has gotten actual character development and has gone from being is kind of isolating himself aside from his family, of course, but like isolating himself from the world with like sometimes turning off his hearing aids and whatnot to being super open, like being well, not super open, but a lot more open to people and more open to Kate and be willing to have a new partner again. Mm-hmm. Which is which great is to see. really nice because his last partner unfortunately is gone now. Yes, which is a big. T- which uh, speaking of his former partner, his former partner's sister comes in to try and kill him. What a gem! <sighs> Yelena is an absolute gem. I will say though, um, Yelena is actually kind of linked to my only problem with this episode is that oh, Yelena is kind of been MCU'd, and by that I mean she's a little she's a little too wacky for my liking. Kind of especially when you're on sort of a revenge mission to kill the person who you think killed your sister. Mm. But 
she's only like that around Kate Bishop, who exactly. she likes and doesn't have a problem with. Exactly. Which is fine. I loved seeing, like, the little interactions between them when they're fighting each other. Just, and, like, she throws a thing at her and she's like, Ow! I love that. She's like, she's like, that really hurts, man. It's like, it's like, yeah, you're really, and they were, like, complimenting her, like, you're really cool. Yeah, and so it's like, when you threw that at me, like, it's like, that is set up for them to get yeah. their own either spe- se- uh, series or just to have them play off each other a bunch more in the Absolutely. future MCU projects. Yeah, definitely. Because mm. what's her? Because uh, uh, they're going to be essentially the new Hawkeye and Black Widow. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and I know we've uh, that this is good. Not this is because de- Hawkeye didn't die or anything. You know, Clint Barton didn't die. He's nope. um, he's going to die though eventually. I think in the MCU, like it's setting it's setting up for that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. He's he's getting up there as well. I don't know how much longer it's gonna last. Exactly. There's this. Um, there's this party that's happening. That's where they're going. That's where they're trying to find uh, Madame Mask. That's where supposedly they're gonna get shot at. Yes, or something, or they're gonna get uh, attacked from because she wants out of being of being associated with uh, Madame, Ma- not Madame Mask. Uh, Eleanor Bishop wants That's... to wants out. Yeah. So uh, Kazi goes to shoot uh, goes to shoot at at Barton. Uh, Barton's got one of the what's her, what, one of the uh, Larpers. Oh yeah, the Larpers are helping out. I love that they brought their stupid gear and everyone thought that they were superheroes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> millions thought they were superheroes. I love that they actually turned that around and made that work for them yeah, to help get the civilians out of them and actually listen to them. That's actually real fun. Mm, good people. Larpers are good people. Speaking of not only of uh, not only good people, but someone who is surprisingly actually a good. Person Jack Duquesne. Yeah, we were like, yeah, we were like, oh, obvious villain right there. Oh, totally obvious villain. And he he goes and he's just catch like ha 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 ha, swinging my sword, swinging my sword. Like he he goes to fight the tracksuit mafia by himself. Which is a testament to him. And I believe I said this before. Correct me if I'm wrong, but a Jack is just Robin Hood from Shrek. I just look at him and I just see a married man. <laughs> da, 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 da. Hey. <laughs> Uh, and the merry man of the tracksuit mafia. I'm just exactly. well. Uh, right. Well, except then in that case, he's attacking his own men. <laughs> that's true. That, well, yeah, because because uh, remember, he was supposed to supposedly uh, the owner of the Sloan of Sloan Federation or something like that, the shell company for them. Oh man, Tr- yeah. uh, trust a bro. Oh, when uh, when what's his name stops her, uh, stops her. He's like, hey, I-, I talked to my girlfriend. We're, 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 we went to see Maroon Five instead. It's like, oh, that's great. Down. Hey, what's with the gun? It's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> And just has to it's end part it. of she's, the job. Yeah, I love how there's always that one henchman. Usually, that's like good, <laughs> or like you know, yeah, able to a nice con- guy. Yeah, he's able just, to he's conversate. Just, it's, a, it's a job. It's a nine to five. Yes, uh, best character is the owl. Who I love that came out of nowhere. What a cutie. Yeah, he was. What a cutie. What a babe. Feel kind of bad for the guys that got shrunk, but you know. Yeah. What oh, happens well. to what? Literally, what happens to them? Because does that. The pin particle stuff, does that wear off on its own? I don't Or is that permanent? So. I think it's permanent. I hope it wears off. I don't I don't think it wears off. Oh god. Because think of how much stuff it well, is they're... that it kept small. Like, you know, he had he had that toy car that he turned into a real car in the yes. in the other movies, yeah. Oh goodness. Oh, yeah. So um more fighting happens. Kate Bishop takes on Kingpin all by herself. I was very yeah. surprised by that. She just gets tossed yeah. around a lot, thrown. Um, we don't see her him escape. Uh, he escapes, but then we see 
Maya has come back because she has discovered the truth. Yes. The truth that uh, Kazi let Ronin, uh, let, gave Ronan the information and let her, her father get killed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Very upsetting. Now I, will, I, now, I will say, we don't actually see the gunshots go into the kingpin. No, we do not. We do not. Now, I'm, I'm also thinking, because it's like, it's ridiculous that they would bring Kingpin back just for one episode and then kill him off. There's no way that they would do that, and there's no, no way. way that they would do that because, A, Wilson Fisk's eats bullets for breakfast, mm-hmm. and two, Charlie Cox has been confirmed by Kevin Feige. This was confirmed before No Way Home came out in theaters. I'm not spoiling anything. The man said it himself that Charlie Cox is returning to reprise his role as Daredevil in a future MCU project. Sometime down the line. I suspect that will be Echo, which is Maya's show, because Maya is in the comic is is Echo. And I assume that that's where we will be seeing uh, Daredevil once again, because in the comics, she actually shot him in the eyes. Oh, really? Yeah, in the eyes. So he's blind right now. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, when Echo's spinoff does actually come out, they're not going to do this because they're weak and they're cowards, but I want the whole series to have no spoken dialogue and just be nothing but sign language. They won't do that. I know they won't do that because they're cowards. Impossible. But it would be cool to have an MCU thing where there's, like, very little dialogue. I just want to see her interact with Mercari now. Yeah. Even though Mercari's somewhere out in space. That's true. God, like, to think the characters that I actually liked are the ones that, uh, and, and Eternals are the ones that survived. Yeah. Good on that, at least, you know, despite how weird Eternals really was. Yes. But I don't think we should delay any further. I think it's time for us to talk Spider-Man. Yes. Um, should I pull, put up, uh, no spoiler talk yet. We're going to start off by talking about what we've seen in the trailers. And that's it. So nothing else will be spoiled other than that. Okay. So, Spider-Man No Way Home came out last week. Last Thursday night into Friday into Friday morning. It is now one of the biggest movies in America. The box office is is claiming that it has one of the biggest opening weekends since before the pandemic. And one of the biggest opening weekends ever. Like the second highest opening weekend after Endgame. Ever. Yes. Yeah. Which, what an accomplishment for one thing. Uh, good job on getting back out there. U.S. citizens, um, please wear your masks though in the theaters, so that way we yes. don't spread Omicron. Absolutely. Now I will say this: this is um, a bit of like the one sort of sour thing that's been the back of my mind for the past few days, and I can't remember the person who tweeted this, but she nearly posed a question of: isn't it a little irresponsible that a big comedy like this would release a big, a big movie like this at like? Especially in December, where it's flu season and COVID numbers are wrapping up, with only in theaters releasing it with no option on Disney Plus Premium. Well, also Sony w- wouldn't have allowed it on there. I know, yeah, Sony are they're pricks. But yeah. also, it, I I know that like these de- these deals are these like in theaters only deals are struck months before the movie comes out. I know, but I feel like if it. they also released this movie for a limited time on Disney Plus for premium access, they probably would have made even bigger profit possibly i don't know but regardless um no that would have affected um people's pay then too and we would have had another scarlett johansson situation i think they would have learned by then and and transferred some of the streamer money to the actors by the way i will say this is a fantastic this movie's great i highly recommend it if you're not comfortable with going to theater it's totally worth the wait until it comes out on like whatever on buy on demand service it comes out on 
mm-hmm. wait till then or if you can get access to it without going into a movie theater and watch it from comfort and home please do that if you're yes. far going to theater wear a mask yes that's all i have to say <laughs> please do that please wear a mask over okay so what's this movie about spider-man he wants to go to college but yes. everyone knows his identity. They think that he killed Mysterio. Yes. And everyone thinks Mysterio is a big hero. Yes. Obviously, we know that he's not after Far From Home. He's, no. Is it, like, this movie takes place literally directly after that end credit scene from uh, Far From Home. I love that. No time has passed. Yeah. That's actually great. That's something that Marvel doesn't do much. Because but like cause as time goes on in that beginning, there is like a bit of time skipping happening. We see Peter go to his first day of school. We see him uh, getting filmed by all of his classmates. Yeah. We see just all the chaos is going on. So, and he's not happy. He's not happy. He's not happy that his friends are getting rejected because they're being implement implemented are implemented into the crimes that he has been accused of. Yeah, the police are bringing them in for questioning. Aunt May as well. Oh no, not the police. Damage control. Yeah. Uh, the Department for Damage Control, uh, which you see in the first Spider-Man movie as they took over uh, Adrian Toomes' uh, work site and the events mm. post um, the events that happened after the first Avengers movie. Okay. By the way, that time that time jump in uh, that first Spider-Man movie from Homecoming, uh, it's not eight years. It, it is wrong. It is outright wrong. It has been confirmed that that was not the correct amount of time that passed by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it wouldn't have made sense. No. So yeah, he goes to Doctor Strange and is like, Doctor Strange, can you undo this this from happening, please? Yeah. And it's like, he's like, sure, why not? They, uh, it's yeah. like, I'm and gonna make everyone wants like, want, even though wants like, D- Steven, no. no, no, don't do it. No, do, no. I'm going here. Don't do it. Okay, and then Juan leaves, and then Strange's like, now nah, we're gonna do it anyways. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, God damn, Doctor Strange, what an idiot. Yeah. This is all his fault. Like, it, it, it kind of is his fault. It really is. Like, you didn't think to ask him these questions. Like, should it, maybe you want, you sure you want your friend, do you want your friends to be able to remember it? You want, do you want Aunt May to remember it? Do you want us? Do you want us Avengers to remember you too? Yeah, he probably should have asked all those questions first before he started the spell. Yeah. Even though Strange, to his credit, did try to add all the people in to remember. Unfortunately, that made the spell very unstable it caused a rip in like the space time multi-dimensional continual whatever yep and we got bad guys coming through yep bad guys from the past coming through yay specifically we see we as we and well no we see them all in the trailer so we see yes doc ock first green goblin electro sandman and the lizard. That's all of them, yes. right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I covered them all. I think I, I originally I had thought that we were going to see another goblin too, but it turned out to just be that uh, it just turned out to be the main goblin. God, uh, yeah, I would have God, I would have loved to see. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we see uh we see uh, we see that that famous hello Peter segment because that's the bridge fight's happening. Did you feel that like his arms were a little too strong on picking up those like me- those um those cylinders, whatever they were, that were Yeah, there? those um I don't know what you call them actually. Cinder block cylinders. Big C- cinder block cylinders. Yeah, concrete cylinders. Hold yeah. on. As yeah, as I mean one it was only like one. Yeah. Uh we see he's about we see that the arms are definitely in control again of his mind. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, his arms, the chip is controlling his head. Yep, we see uh, the nanotech actually go onto his arms and how that's defeated later. Uh, spoiler, sorry. We see the other villains. We see a fight, uh, that big fight on top of the... Uh, on top, uh, we see a big fight that's about to happen on top of the Statue of Liberty. Yes. Can't spoil anything else other than that. Anything else that I could say that's non-spoilery? Right uh, now I'm trying from the to think. I'm looking at my notes here. Um, all I'm gonna say is that um, everyone, there's been, there was fun interactions between pretty much everyone. Yeah. Everyone, everyone bounced off each other really good. Uh, I yeah. liked seeing the the villains themselves are great and just. It's good to see all these characters interacting with each other. It's time, though, now. All right, we're spoiling stuff. We're spoiling stuff. Okay, you have... We are spoiling everything. Yes. Everything. Our top favorite moments from the movies. We're spoiling characters that also showed up in the movies. We're spoiling a lot of stuff. And we're spoiling them in three, two... One, the spoiler message is up on screen now. If you are not, if you are, if you do not want to be spoiled on Spider-Man, leave All or right. mute us for now until you don't see this here anymore. If you don't, yes. yeah. So I will. I gotta start by saying I can't believe that Tony Khan, being the being such a poor <laughs> wrestling promotion promoter, by not mentioning that Norman Osborn is all elite. <laughs> What the hell was fucking sixty-six year old Willem Dafoe pulling out a power power bomb and a spine buster oh, on Spider-Man? Yes, that was the best. Oh god! And Willem Dafoe did all of his own stunts. He wanted to. Oh do yeah, his I, stunts. I saw that. I saw that. The the only reason he agreed to come back to Prize's role was like, fine, but I'll do, all, but I got to do all my own stunts. And they're like, done. Yeah. Uh, hopefully crazy not, man. Hopefully not the falling through the floor stunts though. Yeah. I'm sure there was like a pack right. or something. Now, but yeah. I have to say, my favorite, mo- I had many favorite moments from this movie, but one of my favorites has to be the reveal of Peter's lawyer here, there. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, when that happened, I was like, oh, he's back! Something like yeah, that. Daredevil's back. He's back. Charlie Cox's Daredevil is back. Matt Murdock is back. It goes, He th- someone goes, uh, uh, people know who Spider-Man is. They know his address also. They know where he lives uh, because of his identity, identity getting revealed. That Matt Murdock goes to their house to help them uh, with this case. And mm-hmm. someone throws a brick inside and he catches it just before it hits him in the face. He catches it without looking. Without looking. And they're like, how did you do that? Yeah, he's like, I'm a really good oh, lawyer. man, I'm a really good lawyer, man. <laughs> I'm a really good lawyer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously sensing that some, there's something else afoot there, too. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Favorite moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, my second favorite moment was something that I called, but we'll get to that soon. Um, so the villains are brought back. Uh, this is a movie about redemption. Yeah. These characters are all back. They all knew... Most of them know that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. That's what mm-hmm. happened. Uh, that Or that's what the spell did. They, they, it brought back in people who knew Spider-Man's identity, or that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yes. So they all... And they all... They're all in random places, want to build their machines back. Doctor Strange tasks Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and friends on capturing them. The friends stay in, in his basement in the yes. Sanctum. And he goes out to find Electro. Yes. In the power lines, after finding Electro, uh, when he finds Electro, he gets some help from uh, Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman, which is great. Yeah, Sandman. And the the one thing that I was worried about uh, when he first showed up, because he was all he was all sand, he was all CG. And I thought to myself, I'm like, is he gonna be CG for the entire movie because the original actor didn't come back? But no. 
we later see we later see him in his human form. So yeah. it's like, oh, thank God. But not, not much weird of that it. he was sand for like the whole movie though, which is kind of weird. Yeah, him and what's his name who played Lizard. Yeah, Lizard uh, Doctor. Not, not I. Yeah, Kirk Connors. See Kirk Connors' human form until like the very end. Yeah, we don't. By the way, we, he was supposed to show up original. There was another Kirk Connors in uh in the, the original, original Sam Raimi trilogy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, be fun if that was a if that guy came up too. Yeah. So we find these vill- uh, We get these villains all together. No, no. He captured uh, Doc Strange. Already captured the lizard. Yep. Uh, we capture uh, Doc Ock as well. Doc Ock. Is they captured, captured Electro. Sandman kind of came a little willingly. Yep. Sort of. Uh, no, no, he did not. He was okay, like, "What's going on? I don't right. trust you." Uh, he just didn't trust. He was all his whole thing was, "I just don't trust you now." After going through that good things that happened with his with the other Spider Man at the end, there something else must have gone wrong. Yeah, which is kind of weird. I granted, like he's in a completely different place with yeah. a person who's claiming that he is Spider Man, but what? he's like, "No, you're not Spider Man. You're too short. You're too short. You don't sound like him. You're you're six years old. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Oh, I gotta oh, get out of here." Tom Holland. I'm Tom Holland. I'm just a young man being Spider-Man. Please, Mr. Foggy. <laughs> God. <laughs> Please, Mr. Foggy, put me in more movies. Oh, my God. I don't want to be at Sony anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Um, what else can I go with? Oh, so, uh, but Green Goblin appears uh, appears also. Uh, oh, yeah, because Green Goblin also shows up at the bridge. Yeah, he does for a bit, and then he flies away, and then we get reminded that the Goblin and Norman are two split personalities. Yes. Which I forgot about, which, which, because I haven't seen the old movies in a while, and it's like, oh yeah, it is that. So we see, you know, Norman and Goblin have like a sort of a internal argument similar to when um, the Goblin mask was on, like the chair in his home yes. back in the first movie. Only this time Norman wins out and actually smashes the old Goblin mask. Yes. So we which get is look- kind of a shame because we don't get to see that Goblin mask anymore. But I like no, his- you No, know, it's good because we get to see Willem Dafoe's actual Goblin face. That's... <laughs> he is a Goblin, yes. He is more Goblin than human, yeah. He really also, is. Also, the hood, the hood was cool, though. Oh, it definitely was. Actually, was that a Hobgoblin homage? Could be. I guess, yeah, because Hobgoblin wore the hood. Yeah. He wore the hood. <laughs> he wore the, he wears the hood and uh, does the good good, good guy stuff, bad, fights the bad guys. Yeah. Let's see. Should we stop delaying it? Because uh, should we stop delaying and just say that it is confirmed they were there. They're in there. They're in there. Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are there. And their oh. reveal scene... So good. It was so loud in the theater. Yeah, like, it was. Huge, was. massive cheers, massive applause. We couldn't hear what they were saying. Yeah, we didn't hear what, uh, what uh, they go. Uh, oh, yeah, one thing. Uh, Ned's magic. Yeah, Ned has, like, Doctor Strange powers. He can open portals, apparently, with the oh. help of a sling ring. Yes, but... okay, uh, back again, back again. Sorry, real quick. Okay, so Doctor Strange, he smashes the, uh, uh, Green Goblin smashes the uh, the mask, goes to find uh, help, and sees a place that has Spider-Man's picture on it and finds where Aunt May is working in a soup kitchen. Yeah, it's called Feast, which is um, a thing f- I know from the PS4 video game, which is a nice oh, little touch. There you yeah. go. Nice little touch there. And uh, he seems to be more reformed. He's in his main form. He's in his main you know, form. Uh, he sends him back just in case, where they uh, are all five linked together. Doc Ock and and uh, Norman both are like, are, uh, Norman's like, I haven't seen you in, for- in a while, in forever, Octavius. He's like, you died, Norman. Yeah. Like, they didn't know. They, like, uh, 
uh, they all die fighting Spider-Man or something like that. Yes. Um, so Doctor Strange is like, we gotta send them back to the world. We gotta un- and undo this spell. Undo this. Yeah, spell. And, like, and then no. P- and then Peter's like, wait, no. So they can just die? Like, we might have a chance to actually save them here. Like, we might have a chance to actually help them. And reform. He's like, no, that's not possible. I mean, here's a dumb thing though too. Even if they were saved and then sent back, they would still get sent back to the moment where they were gonna die. Yeah, maybe, because I think um, they both talk about a moment up to a point, and it's like, yeah, no, I was fi- I was fighting Spider-Man, and then, oh, actually, wait, I don't remember what happened after, and then mm-hmm. I ended up here. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that we'll send poor Norman Osborn back to the moment right, bef- right after he said, Godspeed, Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that would be so terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um... Doctor Strange then also, yeah, he, he has that fight with Peter where uh, Peter takes the sling ring off also after gets captured and stuck after being stuck in some mirror dimension, I think. Yeah, in the mirror dimension. Then Peter just goes like, oh, oh this, no, is this, is just, this is just math and physics. And he uses it against him and mm-hmm. traps Doctor Strange in his own dimension, which is pretty funny. It's beautifully done. Uh, he gets trapped in there and they're like, oh, we got to go heal these people. Uh, let's bring them back to the apartment. By the way, uh, Aunt May and Peter are staying in Happy Hogan's apartment because they're addressed is kind of out there now after yeah, Peter being Spider-Man. Yeah, it's a big secure safe house with like a billion alarms and a billion locks. And yep. I love the little like alarm security camera like ring footage. Yeah. Of like all the villains stumbling in and Happy just calls them and is like, hey, so what's going on in there? Yeah. Uh, is that cosplay? Is that LARPing? Like what's going on? <laughs> There's like, um, the uh, we see the replicator come back after it was featured in Far From Home to help uh, him build a new Spider-Man suit to all... All this to help uh, these guys heal. They build a new, what is essentially a new microchip for Doc Ock to be able to actually hear his own voice again in his head and not hear the voices of the arms. Yeah, finally. Um, also, uh, a arc reactor for Electro. Yeah, basically. Yeah, well, no, no, no. They don't for... build it for them. They, stay, they take it. He takes it. Yeah, Electro takes it for himself eventually, yeah. And it basically supercharges him to the point where... Oh! House of Head, House Heads, thank you so much for the follow, guys. Hello. Welcome. We're talking Spider-Man. Anything you guys want to talk about with Spider-Man? Yeah, we're spoiling it, by the way. So if you have not seen the movie yet, uh, maybe leave. But if you don't care about spoilers or you've seen it, welcome. Yes. So uh, stuff starts to happen. Oh. <laughs> what? First comments: Green Lantern movie sucked. Yes, we you already missed us. We already dropped that. We, <laughs> we dropped that about reference that earlier. We dropped that reference, and I mentioned how we talked about that in the chat in the chat on uh, the Facebook uh, on the uh, Twitter group. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, no, no, we don't. Uh, say, well, tell them real quick what it is that you said about the Green Lantern. Whatever Green Lantern, pro- if we're getting another Green Lantern movie or something like that, please don't pick Hal Jordan. It's either John Stewart, or if you really need a white guy, asshole Guy Gardner. Mm-hmm. Other than that, if you're gonna do Green Lantern, it's John Stewart or Bust Man. I'm telling mm. you now. I'm part of a Twitter group that has a guy who thinks Green Lantern is a six out of ten. The movie. Okay. Uh, like, or do you mean just like the character? Oh, or do you mean he's hot? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, exactly. Tim Hines, by the way. Hi, Tim. Nice to see you. Uh, hello, Tim. Welcome. All right. Welcome. Uh, let's get back on Spider-Man real quick, because uh, we see that Ned is magic. Yes. We see him, Ned goes, find Peter Parker. Find Peter Parker. And we see someone in a Spider-Man suit. He finds not- Peter Parker. 
Not the Peter Parker, not our Peter Parker, but another Peter Parker. Yay. Andrew Garfield, who killed it. Andrew oh, yeah. Garfield killed it. He was great, and we got some character. Res- we got some resolution. We got a little bit of character. It's like growth, prove, I guess. Prove your Peter. Development. Yeah, prove your Peter. Jumps uh, sick of the wall, and he jumps up, has his hand on the wall. It's like they're like crawl around. It's like crawl around. I will not crawl around. It's like just crawl around, dude. <laughs> and he's, he's probably like, this is someone else's house. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. It was Ned's grandma's house. I'm pretty sure. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And she, and Ned's, Ned's grandma, was very sweet. Yeah, she told him to go clean. She asked if he could clean some cobwebs. Yep. I love how Ned's grandma's just there the whole time. Like, there's stuff happening right now. My grandson's magic, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I got- she's just she's just taking it all in. Yep. Uh, we see they're like, uh, fi- they're like, wait, magic's real? Multiple universes are real? It's like, well, we found a Peter Parker, but I guess not the right Peter Parker. Just try, try it again. Find Peter Parker. And we get Toby! By the way, to- it's a bit weird that Toby's, like, on a rooftop yeah. without the Spider-Man. Oh, I mean, he's got it underneath, but it's like he's not wearing the Spider-Man suit. Yeah, exactly. And Garfield's just in the Spider-Man suit the whole movie. Yeah, I, li- I like to think that he's like, if I'm coming back, I'm wearing the costume the whole time. Which oh. actually fits into a-, a line that he does say in the film where he just goes like, yeah, I kind of don't have time for the Peter Parker stuff anymore. Oh, we've def- we forgot to talk about before that happened actually. Um, that we see a serious character death. Like, oh, that's a right, big yeah. Death. So uh, you mentioned before uh, at the beginning of this how Goblin gives Spider-Man a spine buster and power bomb through the floor. Yeah, it's, it's a spine buster harder than Arn Anderson ever could. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, say it now. And uh, he, because uh, while they're trying to heal all the guy, all of them up with that replicator, uh, Goblin comes back out of uh, of Norman. Yes. And they can't get him back. No. So Goblin goes to try and attack Norm, uh, to try and attack Spider-Man, get rid of that box, so that way they don't have to, you know, be sent back to the past. Because they could have that press that box at any time, and it will work, and it will the spell just works, and they'll be sent back to the past. Nothing yeah. will happen. Yeah. May tries to stick <laughs> Goblin with some kind of cure, and it just doesn't work. Yep, they did it wrong, I guess. Um, so he throws a pumpkin bomb. Yeah, pumpkin her. bomb. It's near that. her, and it looks like May's actually okay. Yes, for a for a good while, and yeah, then I she guess drops. the adrenaline wars all, wears off. Yeah, she drops the whole uh, what's it called? With great power comes great responsibility line, which I knew was coming, and like yeah. everyone when it said, it, everyone looked at each other. And it's like yeah, there we go. There it was. Put your bingo cards out, folks. Oh, yeah. And then she very sadly dies, and we're about to see Spider-Man get arrested until yeah. Happy's like, Go! Run! <laughs> wonder what happened to Happy also after that. Oh, God, I, I don't even... Re- do we, I don't know if we followed up with him. I hope he's okay. Oh, wait, we did. We did. We did. The, fun- uh, the, the, the gravestone. Oh, yes, the funeral. Yeah, he turns out fine. Yeah. Yes, at the gravestone later. Um, not knowing who he is. Uh, we'll get to that, though. So yeah, Aunt May is unfortunately killed. Spider-Man is really upset by this, and he's all alone. Um, and after ta- after Toby and and Andrew have their own interaction with each other, looking at each other, uh, mm-hmm. you, uh, shooting webs at each other, yep. uh, they have to, they go in and try to cheer him up and say, "We got." Yeah, they give can- him a big pep talk based on their experiences. Yep. And from then on, the chemistry between these three actors is just phenomenal. Absolutely. There's a great moment where uh, they, someone mention, says Peter and all three of them look up and then they point at each other. <laughs> yep. It's just like, wait, which one? 
All of us? All of us? Oh, by the way, I guess they did sneak that meme in there, which I was I was thinking to myself, okay, we're going to get one meme in here, and it, and it was, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. We got from that, Norman. Yes. We got that. Um, no Godspeed Spider-Man, which I think would have been appropriate, but we didn't get that. Godspeed in a different context. Spider-Man. But yeah, we got, I guess we got the pointy meme in a weird way. Yeah, it got its own special, its own very special way. I also love how uh, Genki asked, like, um, Andrew, or Amazing Spider-Man, I guess, basically saying, like, hey, so do you have a best friend on your Earth? And he's like, yeah, my, I actually killed my best friend. <laughs> yeah. He turned into a supervillain. And yeah, Genki's I... like, oh, yeah. okay. And just walks away. They start talking about, like, other, other villains. He's like, so what kind of villains have you guys, fa- have you guys faced? Uh, it seems like you guys have faced some of our best ones. It's like, I mean, I once also fought, na- like, what else have you guys fought? I mean, I once fought an alien in space with black glue. Oh, I once fought an alien t- on per- uh, in space and here on Earth. Hey, it was like, purple. It's real. Oh, you guys are so cool. I want to fight an alien. Yeah, Andrew Garfield is like, wait, you went to space? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, cool thing about Andrew Garfield's thing that you find, uh, you find out that actually just about both their Spider-Man's that they just kept going being Spider-Man after their movies. Yeah, of course. It seems What are you going to do? <laughs> Andrew uh, and Garfield Spider-Man had like no one. So yeah, he started he being- kind of alone. He, he lost star- Harry. He lost Gwen. He lost everyone. Yeah, he, yeah, he still had Aunt May. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but Aunt May was also, at the time, trying to become a nurse again. <laughs> right. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is not a good movie. Uh, no. Too many plot. Oh, my God. Remember, there was going to be, like, a solo movie for her or something originally. <laughs> what? Yeah, there was, like, plans for, like, so many other stuff until uh, the until it got killed um, by the uh, by the Sony-Disney uh, merger after, you know, after TASM 2 sucked. Okay, yeah. Tasm, that's uh, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. At one point, uh, he's like, I want to fight an alien. Uh, after that, he was like, no, dude, you're cool. Don't worry about it. You're amazing. No, seriously, dude, you're amazing. Yeah, that's... You know, that's amazing. That's, yeah, that's yeah, that's when um, it, Toby and Andrew are by themselves, like, waiting for, like, the final fight star on the Statue of Liberty, where they just have a little bit of bonding. Yeah. And that was a little that was a little meta for me. Hey, it's like... Meta. It's, even they, though, like, people, some people consider Andrew to be, like, the kind of the weakest of this three Spider-Men. Yeah. Uh, of, like, get, as far as, like, the movies go. And it's like, no, nah, man, you're you're fine. That was get, just say like, nah, your movie sucked, but you did great. And it's like, oh, thank you. That's actually true. Yeah, he was great in his movie. In those yeah, movies. he was fun. We see Tobey Maguire at his back cracked. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he's old. Yeah. Well, no, also, that was apparently a thing in the movies. Uh, well, you know, he hurts his back in the movie after falling. Um, he apparently, yeah, in Spider-Man 2, I think, right? Yeah, and apparently he, like, had actual back problems originally, too, which affected on set somehow as well. I'm not Yeah. I, I imagine yeah. it was it was not as good sign good words that came out but uh we get them fighting on the statue of liberty and it's just a fantastic fight we find out that yes andrew garfield spider-man was edited out for that kick to the lizard yep it was a weird kick too it was like a it was like a f- somersault like axe kick oh my god they all three of them swinging in at once to go attack all three of them was so cool yep i love seeing uh toby just running away from sandman <laughs> Yeah. Flitz! Marco, please! Please, man, we got that. We were fine. We were doing fine before. Yeah. Uh, as to what, 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 what happened, Marco? Yeah, I actually, yeah, that's the kind of a big thing where it's just like he's surprisingly antagonistic towards, like, the Spider-Man. Like, you would think that he would just kind of want to be left alone. Yeah, exactly. And you think he's like, look, I, I want to see his daughter. To, yeah, I want to get home to my kid. Help me and we'll sort this out. Like, he should have been kind of an ally, I guess. 
That's where I would. But I guess, I guess, because he's in like a different dimension, he doesn't know where he where he is. He's sort of out for himself, I guess. Exactly. The lizard's there the whole time. Also, as the lizard, we never, as I mentioned again, because uh, what happens on this uh, uh, when they're doing that rooftop, uh, when they're in the lab and building stuff, they're trying to heal the other guys they didn't fix yet. Uh, Doc Ock, for example, he just after that attack, he kind of just leaves. We never see him again. We, I feel like there's a scene missing also where they're supposed to like team up and plan what they do next because they all just end up showing up all together at the Statue of Liberty with them which is... Yeah, like the villains? Yeah, because yeah, Doc Ock just shows up with Electro, but Doc Ock is actually is actually on the good guy's side. Exactly. Yeah, he was just playing everyone. He's playing everyone. He got that uh, that chip fixed. Yep. Which kind of felt like a cop-out to me. I kind of thought that might happen, but oh well, it's still good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happens? Uh, a whole lot of cool fighting happens. Oh, um, fuck Genki yeah. somehow gets Doctor Strange back from out of the Mirrorverse, and Doctor Strange is, is he is fuming. Yep. You can see the steam coming out of his ears. He's just like, give me that ring. God damn it. Yeah, he wants to make everything. He's like, wait, we're doing something good. Oh, mm, mm, when, when MJ falls... Oh my god. <laughs> so in the like, trailer we see MJ and Andrew Catcher. Yep, there yes. we go. I when he like and I was like Tom Holland's going for it, he's going for it, he gets hit by the glider and Andrew goes for it. I just I just I, you heard me in the theater. I was like, "Yes, yes Andrew! Yes, yeah. Andrew!" Ugh. It's like hero time. He got and he cried after cuz that's such redemption for him after yeah. not catching Gwen. It's closure, it's uh, recovering from grief. Mhm. Uh-huh. Interesting how Hawkeye in this movie deal with like Hawkeye, grief. You and said Hawkeye. Morning. What? You just, you just said Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how Hawkeye in this movie. Oh, okay. And deal with like in this movie deal with like grief and mourning and things like that. I think that's kind of an interesting parallel. Yeah, yeah, really. Like, cause oh yeah, one thing about Andrew Garfield Spider Man he mentioned also is that he kept he stopped pulling his punches. Spider Man. Yeah, and that was kind of like. Yeah, ooh, okay, that's scary. Yeah, because you because like here's the thing about Spider Man. Spider Man is always pulling his punches, and we just don't. Yeah, because he he can, he can bench press like a, a truck. Yeah, he's super strong. He could like he can crush your skull by punching you. Yeah, and it's it's revealed that that's kind of just what happened to to Andrew Garfield's Spider Man afterwards. It just things kept getting worse, and as he put it, he started having less time for Peter Parker things. Yeah, more time. Or for he Sp- just decided to not be Peter Parker anymore. Yeah, exactly. Which would be, which is very sad. He looks exactly the same though, also, which is kind yeah, of he funny. Yeah, he hasn't aged. <laughs> he hasn't aged at all. Toby actually hasn't aged either. He aged. He visibly did age, but like, it's not as it's. Uh, he aged more than Andrew did. Yes. Because, but my, neither of them looked like they aged much at all, though. No. Which is funny. The same amount of time went by for everyone because it's time. Mm-hmm. Um, what else can we say yet about uh, this show? About this, um, uh, and, uh, I will, actually, Goblin I almost say gets one, killed. Goblin almost, yeah, gets Goblin killed. almost gets killed. I like that. Our current Spider-Man almost stabs Goblin with the glider, mm-hmm. and Toby stops him. And I just, I knew this was coming. I was literally at the theater going, and there, Peter got, and there, Peter got stabbed yep. by Goblin. Yep. yep. It was the same. Th- it's, it's like, it's like. Han Solo getting lightsabered in The Force Awakens. I'm just like, don't do it. I know you're going to do it, but don't do it. I'm just like, and there it is. But actually, he's fine. Toby's yes. fine. Because he's like, yeah, I've been stabbed before. It kind of hurts, <laughs> but I'm okay. Yeah. And then he's like, you're in immense you're in immense pain, aren't you? You must be in such pain, aren't you? Yeah, really. What? And he's like, oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. I, this is going to suck tomorrow. <laughs> yep. And uh, so the only thing that, he, that uh, so they changed the spell. 
Uh, they beat all the bad guys. Doctor Strange is like, okay, um, the multiverse is actually breaking though right now for real. Yeah, we Doctor need- Strange is like, uh, guys, yeah, this is getting worse. We got yeah, a bigger problem. We can't and basically, stop this. What they ended up doing is basically they ended up going through with the spell that Doctor Strange was originally trying to cast early in the film, but instead it's so every it's yeah, it's so everyone forgets who Peter, Peter Parker. Parker is. Yeah. And they ultimately just unleashed the spell that Doctor Strange had contained. Mm-hmm. But it was to in order to seal up the multiverse properly because Everyone who knew Peter Parker from every dimension was coming, trying to get in. Yeah, essentially what they were trying to do with healing everyone ended up being pointless and redeeming them. Yeah. But, oh well, there's nothing we could have really said or done about that. Oh god, that's true, yeah. It's th- it, They would have gone back anyway to that to those points right before their death, possibly. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. not, but... Yeah. I'm sure there's some clear reason why yeah. they would be alive. And we'll see in a, maybe in a future film. Oh, one inaccuracy, though. Um, Electro did not know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. No, yeah, that's right. They have they have a little moment when like, they beat Electro. And Electro goes like, all right, I, you got me. I give up. I'm done. Yeah. And uh, then Andrew takes the mask off. And, and, and I thought you'd uh, be black. Electro just goes like, man, from your swag, I thought you were a black kid or something like that. <laughs> well, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he says like, man, there should be a black Spider-Man. And his, and Andrew's like, yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, that's a clear reference to Miles, which oh, actually we're talking about multiverse stuff. I'm act- I had a lot of crazy fan theories about there being more than three Spider-Man in this film. I'm glad mm-hmm. that that wasn't the case because this cast is already pretty massive oh, as yeah. it is. Uh, one you thing- can't really fit any more people in there. So, oh, did- and have it be meaningful. When they showed those purple open like portal things, did yeah. you see anyone familiar? I saw Rhino. I saw Rhino too. I think I saw Scorpion as well. Yes, I think uh, I heard Craven mentioned with a spear. Yeah, uh, like originally. Like, like, when, when I say Rhino, we don't mean Tasm Rhino with the mech suit and everything. Oh, I would have loved that. By the way, he gets na- he gets name dropped earlier when uh, they're talking about villains that they fought. Yeah, Andrew's like, I fought a dude in a giant Rhino suit. Yeah, but like this in the in this purple crack, it's like cartoon or no a comic suit where it's just like a skin tight suit with Rhino horns on top, probably yeah. actual Rhino powers. Yeah. And uh, but you know who we didn't get? Big oh. Wheel. No, we didn't get Big Wheel. Damn it! I know. He we wanted. Get, to... No, we didn't get Big Wheel. We didn't get Spot either. Oh, nope. Well. Oh, well. Next movie. Oh yeah. Well, Spider-Man Four: The Return of Sam Raimi. No. Yeah. So like, th- and let's just say this also: this movie has consequences. Oh yeah. Aunt May's gone. Is dead. Spider. Tom Holland, Spider-Man's friends don't remember him. He probably doesn't have any of his school records anymore either, because none of his. School- oh God, that's yeah. right. If you see when he gets that, he he goes and he gets starts living in his own apartment on his own. Uh, they tell him rents up, and you see him put some books down. He, I think he had a GED book, like for yeah. taking the GED exams. That's for people who you drop out of high school and still want like some sort of a degree, oh, or like geez. a diploma. Yeah, it's the equivalent right. of a diploma. That's right. God. Exactly. That's depressing. Uh, and he's making his like own Spider-Man one- suit too. Yeah, classic Spider-Man suit he makes. Yeah, yeah. like the proper red and blue, which like, I kind of miss. I kind of a little like, man, I kind of like the variation that the MCU has been doing. Like instead of like red and blue, it's like red and black or red and gold or, or Night Monkey or what? Night Monkey. You mean the black and gold suit? No, no, the, just the bl- the black the the, the espionage oh, the cell suit. suit. Yeah, the one from uh, Far From Home. Right, that one too. Um, I was gonna say the black and gold suit. I love the fact that it's just basically one is like Endgame suit inside out 
Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's it's literally he turns it inside out because he can't get like a stain out of it. He's just like, I'm just going to turn this inside out, which explains all the wiring and stuff. Cause yeah. I, I looked at it for the first time and I'm like, why is all this wiring stuff? Is this like Doctor Strange like things? Because he's got the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. He's got a Doctor Strange gauntlet that he that he was given, but yeah. it's like, oh no, it's just the inside out of his tech costume. Okay, that makes sense. Basically, yeah. Um, what else have we got here? What else happened that we could tell? Um, actually, I gotta say, surely there's still. I mean, everyone's memories got wiped, but surely there's still video footage existing of Peter that Peter can just show MJ and Ned, like, hey, you don't know me, but you did at one point. Yeah. I know this is weird, but it's like, but I, I don't know. It's, I've got, I'm torn on it because it's like another one of those comic, it's this weird thing in the comics where comic writers are really hesitant to have like Peter Parker, like grow up and get married and have kids and stuff Mm. like that. Then they reboot him or they break him up with MJ through some like bullshit Mephisto reason uh, where Mephisto like sacrifices their marriage or whatever and they split apart, which is annoying. Oh my. No character development, sort of back to status quo, which is annoying. I like. How long? I prefer characters going forward rather than regressing backwards. You know what I mean? It kind of reset the status quo for for Spider Man. Yeah. Entirely. But I kind of like that because it makes it more proper. Like, here's the thing about the MCU universe. And, oh, yeah, one thing. Uh, uh, when they're fighting all together, he's like, I fought in a team before. I was like, oh, great. We've never fought in a team before. I was, part of, uh, I was part of the Avengers. You're part of the Avengers? That's awesome. What is that? <laughs> I love it. Toby's like, what? He's like, okay, cool. What the fuck is that? Are you in a band? Is that a band? <laughs> God. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, yeah it, I, I, I hope Toby. I know. I like. Like, does the Avengers? Toby and, you think Toby and Andrew are going to come back at some point in the future? I think definitely they will. I would like to, but I feel like it's sort of like their swan song, especially yeah. for Toby. But people have been wanting it to be that, uh, or some people have been speculating that Morbius actually takes place in Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's universe. That's true, because there's like the Oscorp building in there and all that, and a bunch of different things. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. There's no Oscorp. There's no Oscorp at all. We we find out like because yeah. There's no yeah. There's no Oscorp in Tom Holland's universe. Like yeah. the prime Marvel universe. Yeah. And like Osborn actually goes like. There are people living in my house. No Oscorp. My, no, no Harry. Like, what am I doing? What's going on? I'm mm-hmm. scared. I would be scared, too, if I was him, too. Like, that. that's a whole situation. That's yeah, imagine, like, waking up in your home and seeing different people there. Actually, that's a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Uh, I could not imagine that. Um, first post credit scene, because we already talked about the second one. Marvel's basically just said, hey... Sony, we don't like your your solo films in the universe. Get the fuck out. Exactly. Get but the fuck out. But we did for a brief time. We saw Venom. We saw Tom Hardy's Eddie Brock and Venom in the bar trying to figure out like what this new Prime Universe is. And right as they were trying to figure stuff out, they get sent back. Yeah, he gets like he's asking about what the Hulk is. Like he doesn't know anything about the Avengers or anything. Yeah. He just knows that Venom... uh, We still know that Venom was like... Oh, he's drunk. We know that Venom is still interested in Spider-Man himself, which could contribute to the fact that the uh, the symbiotes are all just one unique network that is interested in Spider-Man throughout the multiverse. Yep. Uh, Symbiotes are weird. (laughs) Yes, definitely. And right before he gets teleported back, uh, just the tiniest little piece of symbiote 
is left behind. Is left behind and starts walking around, and it's oh. like, oh, well, that's how Peter's going to get the black suit. Yep. How <laughs> long? Or, or somehow it sticks himself to Flash Thompson. Oh. Agent Venom. Stupid well, Venom with guns. He'd be such a tool. I, oh, God. I, I want can't that imagine this. I can't imagine. The, who's the actor who plays that Flash Thompson? Yeah. Oh, by the way, speaking of Flash Thompson, did he have that book ready to go? In the event that he became friends with Spider-Man, yes. Like, did he? Ha- <laughs> I love that. Yes, I love. I, I, I love everyone's like reactions to like the uh, Peter's identity being revealed at the beginning of the movie. Flash is just like, shut up. No. Uh, Tony Revolori. Uh, that's his name. Yeah, he's not. He's not like the Flash Thompson from the comics. He's not a big football star. He's just a jerk. Yeah, he is. Oh, he was also in Grand Budapest. Oh, oh my God! The Grand Budapest Hotel. He was yeah, an actor he was uh, the busboy, right? Uh, oh yeah, God. Zero Mustafa. Yes, I love him. He's in a lot of great stuff. Good. good That's on a him. good sign of a good actor. Where it's like I can't tell that you were. I can't recognize you from a different role. That's good. Mm-hmm. Which means, hey, then he's in, 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 in uh, envelops his character into him, and his character yes. being an asshole. Yeah. Oh, former rival. I love is how that's what they it says here on uh, the Wikipedia. Yep. Uh, Marissa Tomei is May Parker. I don't really know what else to really say about this movie. It's a good movie. Go see it it's, if you haven't. It's a uh, great movie. You've probably if been you're spoiled by now. Yes. Uh, it's a great movie. If you are comfortable with going to movie theater and have mm. a mask ready to go, I would say go watch it. Yes. If not, it is worth the wait. And as soon as it gets on like video on demand, buy that shit immediately. Mm-hmm. As so, soon as you're able to. Uh, you- it is a, it's a must-see. Mm-hmm. So question, though, also, do you think that this movie, um, because you have to see so many other movies before you see this movie also. Yeah. And you think about it. Like, not Mm. just the original MCU, but like, you know, all the Spider-Man movies that came before it. It would definitely be good to see um, at least the original Sam Raimi trilogy, because those movies are fun. Yep. I actually, I have not, I've never seen The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Really? Ever. No, I just, it just passed me by, like, completely. I just, like, it just, I don't know what I was doing at the time. But I, I was too young to see any of those movies in the actual theaters, so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, happens. Uh, you know, age. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that this movie works could work if it didn't have all the characters that we already knew in it though like if this just was like another random spider-man movie if we didn't already if we weren't already exposed to these characters and they just kind of had this movie and we already liked it because we already liked all these other previous characters if they didn't have that would this be good i i would think you would have to have like a a completely different set of villains honestly like completely new villains um like you can introduce like Green Goblin and Doctor Octopus in the universe, absolutely, but it have but it have to be like wildly unique compared to what came before. Mm-hmm. Definitely would have to be. Yeah. Oh. How do you introduce the Osborns? Like, do you have like Harry's mom instead, who we've rarely seen or heard from, be Green Goblin? That might be interesting. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, theory is that Thomas Hayden Church and Reese. If Ilfins, Liffins, the guy who was the lizard, were not in this movie, and apparently their footage might have been reused stuff. Cause oh no! When you see them fade back, you barely see a little bit of them in their human form. Yeah, that's true. So it was like they were their faces were kind of CGI'd. Yeah, exactly. And they did like, but they're actually credited for being in the movie, so they did like voice work. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Good. On I'm them. sure. I'm sure. I hope they got paid a. 
Mm-hmm. Lexi Rabe, who played Stark's daughter Morgan in Avengers Endgame, also had a, an appearance that was not included in the theatrical. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I saw that little thing. Yeah. Huh. Oh, J.K. Simmons. I- we didn't even talk about J.K. Simmons as yeah, J. Yeah. Jonah Jameson. I love, I love how J. Jonah Jameson here shows up, and the first time we see him in his little studio, it's just like him in his like little apartment with like a green screen behind him. Yeah. And oh. then after the news breaks, he gets his own giant studio. Yeah. Like he gets big and famous. I love that. That's real fun. It's great. I cannot stand his Alex. Jo- it's basically Alex Jones, but for the MCU. Yeah, he is. He is. Turn on um, the freaking frogs, gay. Yeah, he, he's he's hilarious in the the, the Insomniac game. Yeah. Yes. His, his podcast snippets are hysterically funny. Oh, God. I got to see that. Was there anything else that I feel like I've forgotten here? Uh, there's so much. Uh, like there's so- oh, uh, there's something else. Okay, okay. There were more solutions, I think, also than going to Doctor Strange. Yeah, like Doctor Strange even says one. It's like, you're telling me that you didn't first ask MIT and plead your case to get at least your friends into college. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? He says that after they do the spell already. Yeah, he's like, you didn't ask them first. I almost destroyed the entire multiverse, and you could have asked them first. You are an idiot. Y- you know what also he could have done? You know, who's, you know who's a famous MIT grad in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Tony Stark! Well, Tony's dead. Yes! You know who's still alive? Pepper. Pepper. Oh yeah, Pepper's pot. Yeah, right. He could have just been like, Pepper, can you like you ask Pepper to vouch for him? He could have asked Pepper to maybe get him a job, like give him a. He could have. She could have given them all jobs. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Work for Stark Tech. You, you're smart. We'll pay you because you're Spider-Man. We'll pay you to be Spider-Man's man in the chair. Something Absolutely, like that. Absolutely, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll not pay you to be his girlfriend. Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gotta pay, pay for something. Pay, pay, like pay MJ pay for something. Pay to be Pepper's girl girlfriend? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, God. There's That's th- disgusting, Jared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that, not what I meant, but you know. I know what you meant. I'm kidding. I'm just joshing. I know, I know. I was hoping you'd be... Oh, uh, that, I can't what? make that joke. I was going to say, I hope you were... I was. I would rather you be draking me, but now I don't want to be Drake because after those allegations that came out. No, be a Josh, not a Drake. Yes, yes. Drake's first name is Jared. Mm. I didn't know that was a thing until, like, the case. <laughs> uh, That's interesting, yeah. Yeah, okay. But let's go back to let's 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 finish it up. I, th- I have nothing else to say. I have nothing else to say. I think yeah. I've covered everything I talk want to talk about with this movie. It was a great movie. There's little dumb things and dumb moments. Um, yeah, it's but- it's an MCU movie. It's got a formula. Yeah, if you're sick of the formula, this isn't really the formula. I'd say. I guess it it differs a little bit. You're kind of blinded. The f- you're blinded from the formula by all the returning faces. I think. Yes, and all the nostalgia from that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But there, I think there is a still formula still there. Yep. Uh, and if you're sick of it, it's not really going to change all that much. Yep. All right, that was Spider-Man No Way Home, guys. Thank you. Uh, what a banger. Yeah. What are we gaming, though? I guess only I gamed here. Uh, well, 
I did a little bit of Hot Wheels Unleashed, but it's Go just like it. they just added new cars for the Christmas update. Mm, nice. Me? Yeah. I have, uh, so this past weekend was a double community day where it was basically all the previous community day Pokemon together from this past year. Mm-hmm. So let me go by recency because I didn't count. Exa- I, I know I got like 24 Pokemon. They're all different mm-hmm. ones uh, yes. from variation. Different. We got lots of, I got some shiny Oshawott, some Swablu, Roselia, Machop, Fletchling, Snivy, Gibble. And that, and uh, and I got uh, Ohad to get me a sh- to spoof me a Shundo Talonflame, which is 100% IV shiny. Okay. He spoofed for me. Uh, and then also this week though, I I hatched a shiny Onyx. Luckily, just randomly nice. I hatched one of an egg. And uh, on the way home from somewhere yesterday, I caught a shiny Delibird. Yeah. Yeah. That was I really kind of cool. like how sh- uh, a shiny Onyx is sort of like it's like it's green, like it's covered in moss. I think that's kind of cool. Oh God, liking a green shiny Pokemon. Who says that? Well, I like the color green. Oh, you don't know about how everyone complains about how all the shiny Pokemon just turn green when they turn shiny? Actually, yeah, I think I've seen a couple of. I seen actually. Ins- no, I've seen like. Uh, I feel like in my head, I'm thinking of shiny Pokemon. Yeah, some of them, a lot of them, do turn out to be green for some reason. Like, what's exactly. the color theory for making shiny Pokemon? Like, how is that decided? Is it just random? I'm not sure. Usually it's a negative, but it's either just the negative effect uh, on them or green. Yeah, which I guess makes sense back in the uh, in like the early red and blue days, like the pixel era. Yeah, exactly. When there were very few changes. But I, I, but my first thought when seeing shiny Onyx was just like, oh, Onyx is made out of rock. Yeah. Now he's like covered in moss because mm. rocks have dead moss on them. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I also caught two QRM yesterday at a at a at raid hour. It was a boosted raid hour because of the weather. Uh, mm. When when it, uh, when there's windy weather, dragon Pokemon are boosted. So these were all boosted, and I only caught two of them, which sucked because they were mm. very hard to catch. Yeah, I didn't get That's, many good it, ones anyway. Like. It actually takes like real life weather yes. into account. Yes. It oh, that's does. interesting. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, they added weather bonuses into the game now. If you're depending, wow. On the, yeah, depending on the weather conditions, the Pokemon that are out there that are uh, that get the weather bonus, depending on their type, will give you, uh, will it be possibly boosted, give you extra Stardust when you catch them, and uh, usually well, the boosted usually means stronger. And then raid ones are always boosted with the weather stuff with weather. Mm, but okay. also they're boosted when you have to fight them too. So you might need an extra person to fight them than the minimum. But whenever mm. I go to these raid hours, there's a huge group of us that are all raiding, so. Yes. We get, we always beat them. But that was my Pokemon Go adventures. Not yeah. a whole much to talk about this time. Yeah. Um, now, I didn't do any gaming, but I actually got someone in uh, today. Oh, uh, boy. I got Rekka, mate. You got Rekka. Oh, you got Rekka. Okay. When I went shopping for the Korra, I saw like all of their Black Series on on the shelf on uh, on the shelf. Oh, like, get out of here. Very I nice. almost I almost bought the Cos- the Costco Reeves one. I was like, oh, but Jordan already has it. I want to do that. No, I mean if you want it for yourself, absolutely I know. go for it. Uh, shout out, is a nice figure. Shout out to Coach Pease at the uh, at the Livingston Mall. You should definitely go there. Coach Pease. All right, I gotta Coach go Pease down Universe. there at some there's point. A, yeah, there's a couple of nerd stores there like that apparently, or like collectible yeah. stores. Yeah. All now there. I gotta say, um, this figure I've only had it for like I've, I opened like a couple hours ago, so I didn't have time really much to mess with it. Mm-hmm. He's actually he might be my favorite Bad Batch figure out of all of them. He has a simply sword? because he's actually he's just a big boy. He's an absolute unit. I have Hunter here for reference. Hold on, just grab him and turn him around. Uh, let me see if I can line them up. I can assure you, Wrecker is a lot is taller than Hunter by quite a bit. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, definitely. I quite like him. Joints feel nice and solid. I like that his knife is actually longer than his his rifle. Oh, that's... He has a massive knife. Um, I thought he had a bigger gun, too, though. Yeah, you would think he would, but I I actually like... It's actually the same mold that Hunter gets for his rifle. Like, it's the same type of gun. Okay. So they just carried that over. I think they changed the plastic color up slightly to vary it up. Two little... If there are just any niggling issues, one... The knife holster on his uh, on his leg here mm-hmm. is a little too tight for my liking. I was actually trying to get the knife into the the leg holster here, and I'm like, "Ooh, it's getting kind of tight." I'm not. Uh, I'm a little nervous about leaving it in there because I've had instances of other toys with too tight sheaths where you try and pull it out, and just the the wet the sword breaks in there. It's funny. Very uh, sadly, I have this uh, old Trunks figure uh, from of drag from Dragon Ball that I used to stick one of uh, that I used to stick one of Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles size into because to make it look oh. like it still had the sword in there. Oh, cool. Yeah, speaking of, and it you know it's always shorter, but it fit just perfectly fine because and it, and it looked like it would fit too, even though it doesn't have the same. Um, what's the arm? That, what's the part that separates the actual blade from the hand called from the, uh, from what? You know how like the, the sword will have like. Two like mini poles sticking out in the oh, side. Oh, the hilt! The hilt, yes, the hilt. Hold on, yeah, let me see. The hilt, the hilt of sword. Yeah, the hilt of the of the sai would did not match Trunks's uh, hilt. So oh, uh, Trunks' true, sword yeah. hilt. So I, it didn't that didn't match up, but it still worked out pretty good for me. It looked good, uh, and if you've yeah. seen Super, you know. He's got a cool sword, so. Yeah, definitely. And my only other complaint is that I had a bit of trouble getting the helmet on. Because mm-hmm. it's just, Wrecker's got like a pretty big head. Yeah. So I could just barely squeeze the helmet on there. Oh. Um, I don't know if I'm going to take it off again because I don't want to break the helmet. It's mm. made out of a softer plastic, so it's flexible. Oh. But I don't want to you know, risk it because I, I love him. He's a big unit. He feels heavy, too. Oh. Hmm. Bigger toy. He's he, he's heavier than the other figures. Granted, because he's part of the deluxe class of uh, Black Series figures, whereas normally the guys like Hunter are like twenty five bucks. This guy's like uh, thirty three bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what? all the extra height. Yeah. You know what you just made, reminded me of that I had a thought of the other day. Why don't like you know what would be great if Lego sold just like stormtroop like bags of Lego stormtroopers or like God. any type of trooper or like any troopers like because people want to recreate like battle scenes in Lego and they'd have to just buy all these different like uh, rebuy all these different figures and different shapes and such they should just sell bags of like of fighters or droids and such like yeah, that yeah like yeah like a bag of like five random clone troopers with different paint exactly schemes. yeah That'd be that would so God, cool. the market for that would be disgusting. Oh my God! I would yeah, love would to be. see that. <laughs> I, don't steal that idea, Lego. If you do, or if you do, pay me first. <laughs> yeah, call us. Yes, please call us. Sponsor us. We want sponsors. Yeah. I think it's time to move on to what are we uh, listening to and watching get, uh, such now. Um, I don't know if I mentioned Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Yeah, what is that? Hold on. Oh, uh, Auntie Donna, as I've I've talked a lot about um, uh, the Weekly Planet, so they're Australian uh, podcasters and YouTubers. Auntie Donna is another group from Australia, and they had their own, uh, they do sketch comedy. They they got their own show on Netflix and had a bunch of, like, guest stars in it that was really fun. I know these guys. Oh, you do? I've seen their stuff before. Did they do Bigoted Bill? I don't know. They, they, They do the Everything's a Drum Everything's a okay. drum. Everything's a drum. Everything's a drum. 
I am familiar with these guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, if you want, they got this show is so funny with its sketch comedy and word it's sketch comedy and wordplay and just fun situations. It's definitely just it's and it's really short too. It's six episodes that are like twenty minutes each long, so you can knock this out in two hours. It's, nice. Oh yeah. It's and I think it's fun. It's just really funny. You have a uh, uh, Ed Helms or Egg Helms, I should say, because apparently that's his real name. Uh, Anthony Starr makes a cameo. Mm. Weird Al Yankovic is in it. Of course. Also, uh, in a full, getting uh, like two main sketches, but mainly it's for the full episode. It, uh, it's only in two sketches, but we see her. Uh, Kia Stevens, aka Awesome Kong, is in it oh, for an episode. Cool. Yeah, she's great. They, and they introduce her as Pro Wrestler Awesome Kong. God. Yeah. Oh, so it, it's a it's a really funny show. Great sketch comedy. I I want people to watch it. I need more people to see. I need more to tell more people about Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. Hmm. So yeah, uh, I've been I've been meaning to mention that show. So you finally found the time, didn't yes. you? Yes. The time. I finally found the time to die. It was finally time. Yes. No time. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, No Time to Die. Yeah, how was uh, it? James Bond movie. You know, I, I'm kind of in a weird place with it because I liked it, but mm-hmm. I don't know where it stands up in like the... Because I think I've seen... I've seen, yeah, I've seen all the Daniel Craig James Bond films. Oh, I've only seen Spectre. Uh, yeah, Spectre is... Spectre is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Skyfall is still number one for me. Mm-hmm. That's what it's it for a lot of just people. will always will be. I don't know if it's... I don't know if... Uh, no Time to Die is better than Casino Royale. I don't know. I don't know if um, it fits in like the top three. Quantum of Solace is at the bottom. That's what everyone says. <laughs> yeah, it's at the bottom. It sucks. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. We actually get to see... I won't spoil it too much, but we get to see like James Bond kind of come out of retirement almost doesn't that because there's like there's like a five-year gap where he actually quits mi6 for a bit he's always about to retire at the end of every one of those movies i know but we actually see like he actually does for like five years oh and wow. we see like a new person take up the 007 mantle and she's cool i like her cool um oh this that's the combat everyone's saying we should have a female james bond or a black james bond i guess yeah not even like a female james bond like just a female 007 is enough yeah, basically. Yeah, everyone's back. Uh, Q uh, is back. He's great. He's back. Uh, M's back. I assume. Not not old lady. Oh no, M. not not Judy Dench M. No, not Judy Dench M. But like the new M, uh, played by Ralph Fiennes, actually. Ah, of course. He's he, he's uh he's her successor. Mm. Um, the villain is uh, played by Rami Malek, mm-hmm. aka I Robot guy, aka the guy who makes this face. It- I was gonna say Fred. I was gonna say Freddie Mercury Queen. I was gonna yes, Freddie Mercury Rhapsody. Queen as well, of course. Um, he's fine. He's okay. Okay. Uh, not. I mean, compared to like Javier Bardem mm. Mm. as Silva, who's like Silva was big personality. He was fine here. Okay. Same way, like he was fine. He did his job. He was creepy. He was creepy enough. Um, a lot of cool. Uh, definitely a lot of cool action scenes. Bond is a. They kind of make fun of Bond of how much he drinks. <laughs> Because uh, he actually, he drinks a lot in this film, actually. Jeez, really? Yeah, there's actually, like, I think, like, one fight scene where he has somehow throughout the entire, like, location has, like, three drinks. Ah, that, in that's... In the span of, like, a five-minute period. And I'm like, man, you must be, like, buzzed <laughs> during that whole time. Now, granted, probably alcohol probably, I guess, nullifies the pain, I yeah. guess. I think somewhat, it, it, yeah, it, it can somewhat but yeah. it's also but then you'll just be hurting way more later um, yeah definitely oh, no way time to die good mm. don't really know what what kind of 
James Bond film to expect after this, but yeah, you just reminded me of something from Hawkeye that I wanted to mention before too. But oh well, I can't remember now. Oh, okay, then uh, I can't remember. But I also I started a new show, another new show. But I'm only watching this show with the, with a certain person. Uh, mm. uh, this is it, it, I started watching Netflix's The Witcher. I've only actually seen the first episode, and I ah. quite liked it. How is it? We've seen three episodes so far, and we mm. quite like it as well. We're quite interested. We want to see where it goes. Um, Good. Have you met uh, the bard yet? Yes, we did. We meet him in, like, the second episode, the third episode, yeah. Yeah, he seems quite fun. He's funny. We've only seen him for one episode so far, but he also mostly gets in the way. Uh, yeah. We see, uh, we've learned also to not get attached to too many characters, so, because a lot of people die. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like Game of Thrones. Like, That's why oh, 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 look, is that a main character? Doesn't matter. Dead. Yep. Yep, I told my dad walked through, and I know that my dad actually did watch Game of Thrones. So I was like, "It's like, what is this?" He's like, "What? What is the show? Game of Thrones?" He's like, "No, Dad, it's uh, The Witcher." He's like, "I don't have time for another show." He's like, "But it's like Game of Thrones." It's like, <laughs> "Okay, I'm interested." All right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've been started The Witcher. Uh, Henry Cavill is great in this role. Curses a lot. Uh, mm. So so the thing about The Witchers uh, is that The Witchers themselves are emotionless beings, just meant to take, are just just meant to uh, collect coin and. Fight monsters. monsters. That's it. Yeah, that's their purpose in life. And they mutate and such with extra powers to help them fight them. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fights like a badass. Okay, well, it's it's like I'm not usually interested in fantasy shows a lot of the time, but uh, this this has taken me. I don't know. This show's really gotten g- given me like something to watch, something to, that I really like. So good. Check out The Witcher. Yeah, it's definitely. Worth it. The second season only just came out, so mm-hmm. you've got time before another season, and you'll be forced to wait even even more. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully another Sp- Superman project doesn't come up before then. Yeah. But I think that that's where all we've got for ourselves today, right? Yep, pretty much. All right. Then uh, in that case, I'll let you take it away, my good sir. My good... Uh, right. Right, yes. So thank you so, so much for watching uh, as I... Oh, God, I don't have the plans up. Oh, no. I don't have my script up. Hold on. Oh, no, I do. Opening and closing is the same Uh document. I forgot. So thank you very much for joining us this week. We're so professional at this. Whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash JNJ... Oh, hold on. Uh, I can't turn this off. Uh Uh-oh. Let me turn it off. Uh Uh-oh. And there's music... Like for real, well, let me turn it off. Oh, the Spider-Man thing? No, it's not that. You can, can you hear the uh, crazy clown? No. Well, you can't hear this right now. No. Okay. Okay, it's gone. Never mind. Okay. Oh. Sh- <sighs> Keep talking. It's fine. I'll, I'll figure okay. this out. I'm doubled right now. That's all. All right. So thank you very much for joining us this week. Whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash JNJ underscore Securecast or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, TuneIn Radio, Alexa, Listen Notes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and our lovely host website, Podbean, which you can find at jnjsecurecast.podbean.com. Oh, yeah, don't forget to share the show. Uh, oh, let don't us know when you're. <laughs> Sorry, I was. <laughs> don't forget to share this. Dang it, start it up again. Yeah, don't, don't forget I'll, to share I'll, the show. Let us know when you're listening on social media. Tell a friend or trick a friend into listening to our show by telling them it's something cool. It's something else, only to find out that we are cooler. Yes, and you can find us on our Facebook page, which is our main source of information for us at www.facebook.com slash jjsecurecastpod. And you can follow us on Twitter now as well at jjsecurecastpod. And don't forget to follow us on our social medias, which you can find at the top left of our screens, as always. But if you're listening, you can follow me 
me on Instagram and Twitter at jry 9000 It's Stay over! The line, Jared. It's over 9000! Jesus, have fun editing that. <laughs> and I didn't follow... expect it to come out like that. Ah. Yeah. And you can follow uh, the man who blew Twitter at jgalls1918. Instagram at jgalls15. And on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. Whatever you said, uh, and you could follow blah blah. blah it, it cut you off Twitter. Okay. So yeah. whatever you uh, called me today, I didn't get picked up. <laughs> you can follow the man who blew out his own voice. Okay, there you go. I blew out my voice. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening on, <laughs> no. If you're listening to us on Podbean or Spotify or any other audio service, make sure to check us out when we're live on Twitch at Twitch.tv/jnj_underscore_securecast. We go live on Thursday nights, usually around eight thirty, and stay on until around ten. Join us and interact in the conversation. Please feel free to email us with suggestions and kind words at jjsecurecastpod at gmail.com. By the way, Spotify just added its own rating system and review system. So if you want to rate and review our show, please do it on Spotify. Uh, uh, We'll be able, and we want to read out nice comments and such uh, for you guys uh, and things for you all here today. So please do that. Uh, Yeah, let us know what you think. Yeah, thank you to Adobe Stock Music for our intro theme and Purple Planet Music for our outro theme. And with that, we have locked up this Securecast for the evening as I wait for the closing music to open up. Yes. Yeah. While we're waiting for that, I'd like to propose to you a topic idea just in case. Oh, I know boy. this is kind of lame, but MC, uh, how about we come up with theme song for these, like theme songs for MCU characters? Like, what song best personifies them? Oh. Best personifies them because I feel Kingpin should always be represented by Give Me More by Britney Spears. I don't know that one off the top Because of my head. instead of it starting with It's Britney, bitch, oh. it needs to be followed by It's Wilson, bitch. <laughs> It's Wilson Fisk. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, everyone already associates ACDC with Iron Man, so... Of course. Yeah. Um, there's literally an ACDC song called War Machine. Yeah, exactly. For, for Rhodey, so... There, that covers that. Yeah. Um, something... Um, something from Nick Cannon for Black Panther. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Nick Cannon all that well. Wait, um, no, not Nick Cannon. I just confused Nick Cannon for Michael B. Jordan. How did I do that? Good lord. I don't know um, how I did that. Yeah. Well, it's funny, actually. I had another idea, like, for another future show of us doing, like, a tier list of classic Christmas songs. Yes. Well, the Charlie Brown Christmas song is an S tier, which is okay. Hawkeye's theme. <laughs> I gotta um, hear these songs beforehand, also. So you're a you mean one, that. Mr. Grinch. Top That's tier. That's an S tier. Mm hmm. That's top tier. Uh, what's the worst one? Uh, I don't want to put Mariah Carey on there because she's yes. a Grinch. <laughs> uh, what was your first suggestion? I was to say Jingle Bells goes in F tier. Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. J- Actually, you know what? No. It gets elevated to C tier because you can uh, do the Batman variety. Jingle Bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg. Batmobile lost a whale and the Joker got away. Oh, Merry Christmas, by the way, everyone. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. It's like today is December 23rd when we're recording this, and hopefully yeah. I get up these these episodes really soon. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how we were talking about, like, earlier today, how, like, the Christmas Day slog hit us, like, right before the podcast. Like, but literally. We just fight through it. <laughs> we, were, we were both at, like, low energy coming in, and then our interactions with each other picked ourselves up. So you guys get us at our best, because we yes. elevate each other. And we want to <laughs> elevate other podcasts, too. So, like... We like elevating people and each other. So if you want to be on here, jo- let us know and join us. Oh, we want people to put up. Oh, yeah. Um, Royal Rumble, when that comes up, mm. we're, we're trying to put, find a lot more people to put this up against. 
Yeah, sure. There's gonna be a bunch of people that this is gonna be up against. You're picking. You're picking your. You're picking your numbers, buddy, guys. It's an open challenge. Oh yes, it's an open challenge. <laughs> so, I think with that being said here. Uh, with all that being done and said, I need to open this thing up so that way you can actually hear it. Thank you all so much. That was a great show. Oh my goodness. So glad to have you all here listening. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, putting the time, Spider-Man. Yeah. Putting the time with his bare hands. I'm I'm doing another Game Grumps reference now. Uh, you know that one, right? Mark Zuckerberg. One. Have I shown you that? Is that the one where he, like, Aaron's trying to remember, like, and then he the tweet the text finishes with, like, Mark Zuckerberg in all caps? Yes, that. <laughs> I like that one, yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. We saw that one. Because, uh, well, yeah, we had uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, as uh, it was also in that movie. Uh, that's uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that's all we got. Thank you from the Spider-Man. Thank you very much from for watching and listening and interacting if you were here. Uh, you guys are all great. Have yourselves a good evening. Bye-bye! Flip, flip. <laughs> it's flip, bro. It's, I did say flip. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>